Welcome, everyone, to the Faded Connections Path of Exile Community Podcast, episode number 90. Tonight, we're one month into the 3.19 Lake of Calandra League, and not only Balor Mage is back after his uh, quick absence last episode, but also we're joined once again by Gazi TV and Velina. Velina. <laughs> and Never. I think there's like five or six different ways to say it, and I managed to say all of them in the in the past couple of episodes when you were here. <laughs> How have you been, Gazi? Uh, let's uh, hear some uh, some news. How is it going? Uh, I've just been chilling, um, solving all the problems minion related the best I can, uh, from my perspective, and uh, <laughs> trying to find things that is enjoyable to do in the game, which has been harder to do than I thought it would be. Um, but yeah, I keep failing, tried to make my dark pack build get tankier, and every time I made changes, it just got more damage, and I made another change and it got more damage. And I made another change and it got more damage. So I had to make another PUB and stop myself. Uh, so. But other than that, it's been going pretty well. Chilling. Sounds great. I'm, I'm sure we're going to get more into the finer details of how it all sits together. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, how have you been, Vel? Welcome back on the podcast. Well, thank you. Good to be back. Um, you know, I come here with big drama. Big drama. I am big a drama. league enjoyer. I enjoy the league. All right. That's, oh, right. I, that's right. I hear I that's it. illegal. I said, yeah, I said it. Big drama here. I, Vel, I'll just say it right now. I love the league and you can't stop me. Okay. And I can't wait for the buff. I can't yeah. wait for the buff to the lakes. Give my buff to the lakes. Yeah, I don't even care. To, to say it with the I'll words of a, another famous PayOE streamer, I don't like it. I don't like yeah, I, 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 but I do. But I do. I'm a big fan. All right. I'm doing, I'm having a good time. I, I have had to adjust my builds too. I've definitely had to make them tankier, but I've managed. I mean, I managed to do that with one. I'm playing SST for the first time ever. I fucking love it. It's actually so much fun. I knew it would be, but then like it stopped being meta, and everybody's like, "It's dead. It's dead." I'm like, "It's dead. Perfect." I had I a I had a quick question about that because when I looked up the footage for the the background in the middle when you were playing SST, it turned out that you were actually not utilizing the sixth socket on your chest piece. Were you correct? Like collecting footage with a five link damage for the video? Or I'm not wearing. I'm I'm wearing a my helm is my is my main. I have a helm that has eighteen. All oh, right, uh, I've seen it. Helm. Yeah, yeah. The two crits, um, the thirty percent more elemental damage. Uh, and then plus two proj because I just unveiled that bitch. And nice. uh, craft on 70 life, called it a day. Oh, and then I slammed it randomly. I YOLO slammed it because somebody is like, do a pussy. So I did. And I got <laughs> uh, I got level 20 AoE. So, pop. 14 chaos gamble. Yep. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love it. I'm like, slam it, slam it, waste all the money. <laughs> I don't look at that like 15C. I look at that like a potential for a jewel. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even get what there is to love. Well, that's... In the league, league or... Yeah, in the league, yeah. Like, I've been, I've been super honest in stream about just not being happy to be here. Like, I'm still playing POE because it's how I make money. Like, mm. I've, I've been very clear. I am still playing POE because I need to put out content because that's how I make money. That's why I'm still here. 
That's that's uh, if I wasn't a streamer, I would have quit this league two weeks ago. I can see and right I through your facade. You're, you're having fun, Balor. You've had some some extreme fun tearing through those builds that, <laughs> that you've been doing most yeah, recently. I'm making a new build every five days. Why? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Well, because I run out of content. What do you mean? How? But on on yeah. 20 Divines, I can make like any build do all the relevant content in the game. There's no reason to push any build to extremes. There's no reason to... Get more money. There's no reason, to, but there's no content to do. I, I mean, there's more. Con- I can still do the same difficulty content. It's just less rewarding than doing Alcan Go. So why? For fun, because that's fun. I'm not sure if I agree with uh, not worth investing. Like I, I have spent, fun. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. I spent about twelve mirrors to craft the mirror bow of this league since a certain. Somebody got banned and that doesn't do it. So uh, Grim asked me if I wanted to pull through and actually get it done. But I spent 12 mirrors crafting a bow and I'm not even done with first uh, um, the prefixes. And then I got suffixes doing to do as well. Yeah. Ah, good stuff. Bro. Mm-hmm. I I'm needed broke. someone to make a fizzbo because at some point I'm going to give up and just go back to tornado shot. I don't know. I don't know. Look, it's the, just the crafting the, is... I don't like crafting, though. Like, I've never liked crafting. I didn't like crafting in any game ever. I'm not a crafter. Oh. Like, oh. I, I would rather just kill mobs and, like, that's it. I, I just want to kill mobs. That's pretty much all I want to do in these games ever. I just want to kill a lot of mobs a lot of times. <laughs> like that, that's lot, that's it? my whole gameplay loop. I want to kill a lot of mobs a lot of times. That's it's it. It's like seeing them all just get shattered. Yep. So like crafting change stuff doesn't really affect me because I never crafted to begin with. And like, I'm the kind of person that'll take my 25% less profits continuously to get a trader to sell all my stuff for me. And just take a cut off me because I don't want to do that. And I'm happy to just take less of a cut so that I can just go back into the mob and kill more stuff. I don't want to. I want to trade. I want to. I don't want to craft. I just want to kill things. I just want to murder murder the mobs. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. That's the thing you like the most. Yep. That's, I mean, that's, there's that's a there's had. a game that does uh, allow you to do that. It's what called it? uh, Diablo Three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> I mean, to be fair, like what day five of this league, I was off playing Diablo three. Really? Oh, you were. Yeah, oh, yeah I went and played for like three straight days, huh. which is about all you get out of Diablo every season. Yeah, pretty <laughs> Unfortunately. much. Unfortunately, sounds about right. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> but yeah, like day five of the league, I was off playing Diablo already. Like I, that's how much <laughs> I dislike the current state of the game. Well, that's saying something. Hmm? Well. You said something like investment is uh, not un- unworth it, Gazi, but then you talked about crafting. Did you find like a, a way to invest into uh, into content? And I mean, what what are you doing in terms of farming? Are you exclusively doing boss, boss services this time around, or is there any farming that you do? Well, um, again, the uh, same person that usually crafts the Fispo who got banned. Um, he uh, normally supplies the community with community services. 
And I don't do it more than, you know, maybe a little bit here and there. But since no one else is actually doing it to that extent, I took that upon myself as well and supplied that to the community the most, uh, well, as effectively as I could. Um, but when it comes to like investment and, and whatnot, I've always played at the, in every league, I make one min-maxed character because I enjoy the process of making sure that character has the best stuff it could possibly have. Uh, so I do that once, one character per league and uh, it turned out to be two this time characters and then i focus on low body builds right but it's like i mentioned earlier like i try to focus on things that i still find enjoyable to do and i kind of agree a little bit with baller not so much because i'm a streamer that i'm still playing it's more that i have so many guides and build guides that i need to update and tweak and test with all the changes that mm-hmm. there's there's work for me to do that makes mm-hmm. it like there's a reason for me to keep playing but i try to make sure that when i play that i do things that i'm actually enjoying and the problem I have is that the top three things that I enjoy doing in the game is boss running for Uber bosses, it's crafting, and uh, making the new builds. And out of those three things, two of them are completely obliterated in my eyes. And there's only one thing left for me to do to have fun with. So I focus on that part, right? Um, but the crafting is really hurts. Not just enjoy the enjoyment from it, it's just... A lot of people, I think, don't really understand the concept of these extreme crafts that myself and very few other people in the community are actually doing. Because a lot of them are having the argument that a mirror item should be obnoxiously expensive. And then the real question is, how much currency would people consider to be obnoxious amount of currency? Right? And in the past leagues, most of the items that I've been working with, they have an average craft cost in the past of like three, 5,000 exalteds, which is more currency than 99% of the player base will ever see during an entire year of playing the game. And we're doing that in a matter of weeks in the groups. Yeah. Yeah. That number is now in many items in the ballpark of ten to 15,000 divine orbs. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still pulling it off, but it's such yeah. an obnoxiously unhealthy amount of hours and work put in. My stream yeah. schedule in the first week was 10 to 24 hour streams. And then I stay up no matter how long I've been streaming. I stayed up between four and 10 hours after the stream to profit craft, sleep four hours and do it all over again. And I do that for over a week. That's how I generate the currency to be able to do so. And that currency wasn't even close to enough. <laughs> and that's me. And we have a team doing this together to generate that, that, that amount of wealth. And with these changes, I'd, I'd argue to say that 3,000 Divine Orbs is an obnoxious amount of currency. But when that is brought up to 15,000, right. I don't know what to say. I mm. have so many things to say on this. Go for First it. First of all, I feel everybody has forgotten what the game was like before Harvest existed. And now that it's existed, everybody's like, crafting is impossible. You can't do anything anymore. Where are all my mirror items? I should have them all in a leak because I want them. They used to be 15,000 exalts to craft something in standard back in the day. That's how it worked. Is 15,000 exalts expensive? Yeah, it is. Because in their eyes, a mirror item should only drop maybe once or twice a leak. You shouldn't, or, or like you should have only one or two in a leak. You shouldn't have a league full of mirror items in their eyes. That was their, their whole thing back in the day, right? So this, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm old as shit. So for me, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm about it, right? I'm into that 15,000, because I don't, 
I I hated Harvest and what it did to crafting. I hate what is done to everybody. Like, where's all my T1s? I can't get six T1s anymore on my items. My items are <laughs> shit. I can't play the build anymore. All right? My build is garbage because I can't get, like, bro, if you can't beat the game with, with a bunch of mirror items, your build would never make it no matter what, okay? Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to play Bear Trap as your main skill? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> right? Like, honestly. So I have a very, very, very different... I understand it's an immense amount of work. I'm sure we all remember Demi and his dramas and his... the the What was it? It was an axe? It was an axe that he stole from a guy or something that eventually that cost like 15,000 exalts to make that he just never gave back or something. But then that guy came out with a better axe just to up like to show him up one day. And it's just like, what is happening with these standard crafting mirror people? Okay. <laughs> like Things got wild over there. But that's that's how I have always felt about crafting. Because for me, I get like... You know, I got a few T1s, a T2, three there. Oh, this shit T4, whatever. I'll call it day. I'll wear this. That's, and I'm good with that. Like, I don't, I don't have the huge, Harvest has completely ruined. Like when people are like, let me show you my dank item. I'm like, I don't really care because I've seen all the dank items because everybody's already made them and showed them to me in Harvest and post-Harvest. So <laughs> I don't care anymore. I like, I actually don't. I actually don't. I feel bad about it too because people make awesome stuff and I'm just like, eh. It's really I think bad. that what Harvest really did was allow people that weren't as experienced with the crafting methods yes. to actually make items. And I think it's like mm -hmm. I, I talk a lot about when it comes to the nuisance and the, the, extre the extreme approach to the mirror crafting. But my mm -hmm. biggest problem with crafting has less to do with the mirror crafts. It has more, it's, it's a, a secondhand re result of the changes. So I think the main mm -hmm. problem is mainly stemming around the idea that Harvest, even in a nerfed state, uh, created an opportunity for less experienced players yeah. to learn crafting and actually craft items, which is a big thing in the game. Uh, and I think that the Divine to Exalt uh, changes, um, I think that was a really good step in the right direction <laughs> with some adjustments uh, uh, period required because it allowed people to suddenly use those 14 chaos to slam an item, which was something that was mega expensive before. So I think that's a great change. But without, with some of the harvest changes, especially the undocumented ones, like augment mm -hmm. craft, it <laughs> doesn't remove an aug. It, it adds a mod, then removes some mod. <laughs> Wait, mod. what? Yeah. Why does it work like that? <laughs> it adds a mod, and then it removes another mod that it didn't add. So it adds a mod and then takes away one of the other mods as an adult. That's a weird. That's a weird way to do it. I what agree. What if only has one? I mean, it's just, not just that. The, the so you have to have press. a slot left. It can't. It doesn't remove first and then give no, you exactly. a slot. Correct. So Wait, you have to add. So you can't be like prefixes can't be changed on like a two slot uh, suffixes, and then it's like technically full, but you know it's going to take one of the suffixes. It just doesn't no, work. You, you, you have, to have an open a, one. Well, if you have prefix can't be changed and you fill the item with the add, it will then remove one of the suffixes after it's added the mod. Because the prefix can't be right. changed, blocks off it from removing the prior prefixes, right? So it will take one so of the suffixes. If you have prefixes can't be changed on an item that already has two suffixes plus your craft, so there is no suffixes to add. Yes. Does it just not work? If there's no mod, like you've got technically including the crafted mod, you've got six mods on there. 
Oh, no, you can't use the craft, and it needs to have an open slot to add a craft. I'm assuming you're adding a prefix in that scenario. But whatever you're doing, you would need to remove something first. It would have six mods, including the crafted mod. We've if done that six in the past. With the craft, if it has six mods, including the craft, then it will not work. It just doesn't do anything full. anymore? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can't do it. Uh, mm. Also, the reforged crafts no longer works on uh, white or magic, so you can't do the yeah, crazy imperial, uh, crazy chimeral imprint reforges because mm. you now have to augment it and then reforge it. But, and if that you know adds the incorrect side of the item suffix or prefix depending on the meta block you're using, you know you're fucked oh. after the regal and have to buy that uh, half a divine cost of a crazy chimeral to restart the process. Regal a fifty fifty to get yourself fucked over. So but, you then do the reforge. Then. You're using your alts, which were just sitting there collecting dust, because all you're caring about is, uh, let me just lock my prefixes and roll again. But don't get me wrong, I actually hate that they took out some crafts, like, for sure. So, I'm talking a little shit, but I actually do hate that they took out certain crafts. Like, I, I hate the fact that when it hits these six mods up, and I'm like, this is the YOLO and all. Yeah. This is just it. This is just it. There's no going back. I hate that because you know it's going to take the good thing. You just know yeah. it. You're just like, this is the... So, of course, there are definitely things I don't like. I think it's just... I think it's the expectation of crafting now is... But I do agree. It's it's a really great way to introduce people into crafting, although essences do exist, just nobody reads them. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody reads the essences. Yeah, but take, like, uh, plus two minion ones as an example of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You get plus two, and the highest probability when, of an outcome when you hit plus two is filled suffixes. The only mm. result you have after spending the average of one in 12 to hit the plus two with either spell damage or minion damage is to annul it. And if it removes any of your prefixes, well, fucked. If you hit yeah. one of the plus twos, you're really fucked. <laughs> you gotta That's start over. In like, what was it? Uh, Legion League, I spent over a hundred... Uh, just over 100 exalts making a bow that only had three mods, but that was a killer bow, dude. That's just how it was, because there was no harvest then. <laughs> I'm really, I'm like really, really torn about all of the harvest changes, because like one, on one hand, I feel like there shouldn't be any one person who, regardless of how much money they get, I don't think anyone should be able to decide, I'm going to make a mirror tier bow every league. You should just fail that mostly because that's a, a ridiculous goal. It should never have been a thing that happened. You shouldn't just be able to decide you're making that and then make it. Way too easy. Shouldn't be possible. You should be like six leagues down the road, you've been trying this thing for like two years. Oh my God, I did it. I've got the mirror and bow. Because you don't need that level of power. You've never needed that level of power. No one ever needs it. Well, you it's, shouldn't. It's a, it's a, it's a show-off item. I get it. And it's great, but you shouldn't just be able to be like, I'm going to do this every league, and then just make the thing. But at the same time, outside of that excessive yeah. mirror crafting thing, there's like a lot of like low to mid-level stuff that got yeah. screwed. Yeah. And that's yeah. the stuff that I used, right? I never did that. And that's also the stuff that I advised people to use and was like, you'll be able to make, oh, you've, you've made like at that point, you know, You've got 15x in your stash. I know the thing that you can make that will give a huge upgrade to your build that you can definitely make within that budget. It'll be okay. It'll have these three mods. It'll have room for a craft. And you don't know what the other two will be. 
They'll be whatever they show up as because that's the budget that you're in. Like, you're not going to have the ability to re-roll those things. And those things are fine. I want them back because those, those felt pretty good for, like, lower to mid-level and those, a lot of them don't exist anymore. But so I don't, I'm not in love with them. A reason for a lot of those things not existing has a lot to do with the trickle-down economy and the ecosystem of trading and trade leagues in general, which is nah, a huge well, those, those things not existing in trade. I get that. That's a different thing, though. We used to be able to tell people to craft their own, and now that option doesn't exist for yeah, a lot of like, different things. Like a lot of the mid-range what? items, no matter if they're like dropped or crafted or how you, however you want to put it, like in a situation where items are... Uh, are crafted specifically. What happens in, in the industry or in the markets during the league is basically that you have the people crafting the bigger items or the first stuff they start with the medium items. Like this is how I make profit crafts for that matter as well. And basically I sell them and the items on the market are from the very few people that are crafting. And there are very few people crafting items in this current league. Not just a result of the lower player base, but out of the player base, a lower percent of the players playing are actually crafting. And that means the prices of the result of the finished products are then um, higher because they don't, uh, they don't have enough of a uh, supply to match the demand, which in previous leagues, there would be a result where the supply would be so big that the uh, demand would essentially just uh, shrink and you would turn the market into a buyer's market and all these prices would go down. So the longer the league lasts, the better it is for the casual players because they can now buy their upgrades much cheaper. That doesn't happen right now. So this is a problem for the lower budget players or the casual players that now have to spend a ton more currency to buy their upgrades. A, a good example of that is just the boots. The boots that we make every league, like the normal standard harvest boots, you know, Tailwind, Elusive, Onslaught, Movement mm-hmm. Speed, Canopy ah. Field, right? Like that's the thing? Yeah. <laughs> basic the boots, normal, unelevated. standard, basic, Tailwind, yeah. no Super problem, Elusive, totally. We still make them right now, by the way. We still make yeah, them right now. Nothing changed. Still. I, yeah. I know, but I like how you're calling those basic and standard, but like, do you know the other player base, my dude? Well, here's Tailwind the thing. and Elusive? Those cost <laughs> two divines to make? Something along those lines. Three, maybe. Those cost yeah. two divines, two or three divines to make, and they sell for nine? Yeah. So, okay, so rolling your... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my just God. Make, yeah. They're just yeah okay, but nine. you gotta understand. You call these basic this boots, league, but you gotta remember these aren't basic. That's not well, basic. not even elevated. That is basic. That's not basic. That's basic it's to you, but that is not basic. It that's not basic to other people. All right, like when they your, only your cost three divines and they're printable. They're basic at your, the current level. Your perception of this is so. Mr. Moneybags over here. I wish I had like a bunch of fans of money right now. Like, oh, just some basic tailwind elusive boots, you know. I'm not even asking too much. (laughs) Are they they, elevated? (laughs) Were they two or three X to make before, or you mean now? Yes. So here's the difference. This is to get Mm -hmm. to the end of it. Here's the difference. Uh, in a previous league, I would start making those boots pretty early or I would have my crafter make those boots so that I didn't make them on stream. I still tell people what I was doing. It's just that if you make profit, if you start profit crafting on stream, people see it and the market disappears in a split second. It's horrible. Um, so I would make those boots, right? Three, maybe, maybe four. Three or four X, three or four divines right now, right? And you would double your money every time you crafted them. The, in the past, that would last... Two to three days at most, 
And then the price of the boots in what we would call like a fail yeah. state, quote unquote, which isn't really failed. It's still got the four mods that you want. But like the extra thing that it rolled randomly is a bad mod. And then the slam that you do at the end is a bad mod. And you're like, well, I hit nothing extra. I've just got the four mods that I that I wanted. Those would end up costing the crafting cost or even a little bit less. Like, because enough people would be making them that you'd be like, oh, I spent four exalts or four divines or whatever it is. They're now only worth three to sell. So you couldn't make any money so with the failure. craft anymore. Well, you, you would still make money because you'd make yeah. 10 pairs and, you know, three of those pairs would hit really good things in the right. random stuff that you couldn't control. And those would be where the profit was. But the failure, and I use that really loosely because the fail ones are still fantastic. But the fail ones would be like a, a money loss and you would sell them to people at a loss, less than the crafting cost. And so people would buy them super cheap. That doesn't, that's not happening this league. Those boots are still expensive because the amount of people who know how to craft them is so, and is still playing is so small that it just doesn't, it, the price just never comes down to like uh, what we would call like a casual level. Like it just doesn't come down. Like it just, it just stays there because the people crafting don't craft anymore. <laughs> I think that, um, like, just to clarify, so the chat got wild with uh, regarding the basic and whatnot. Uh, when it comes to the specific craft that Bala is talking about, I think it's very important to state that there are a river of guides of how to do this and has been yes. every league for oh, the yeah. longest of times. Like we also have to point out that the because of the Ashton Slam you do at the end does require a meta block, and it also requires a 50-50 of hitting the uh, Reforged crate. So first you have to do two meta blocks. The average craft cost is closer to six to eight divines to do it. Might be six. Yeah, and that's that's a bit more than basics. But the boots are, in my opinion, also very basic in terms of knowledge required to craft them. But they yeah. are still expensive for the basic player, or the not basic player, but the casual players. I'd agree with that, yeah. but the, what what you were saying, Baller, I agree with that because with fewer people crafting, uh, we're in a situation where uh, again the demand is there, but the supply is just not matching it because there's so few people crafting, and that is resulting in uh, in what we normally want to see in the market, and that is where items are. Uh, the demand is getting matched so that the price is, turns into the buyer's market so that the casual players who, after a couple of weeks, a month, month and a half into the league, want to buy their upgrade. And that upgrade costs about the same as crafting. So they don't have to learn how to craft it. They can just buy it for about the same price, those failed bases that didn't get those extra good mods, right? Is that essentially what people have been doing for the longest of time in the game. Yeah. That doesn't happen now. Those shit mods, they're profitable. Where do you think I'm making my money from? Damn straight, those <laughs> I, don't, shit mods I don't generate What's 20 wrong years. With that? <laughs> And like when we like talk about like a failed base, it's usually not even a bad thing. It'll be like the one suffix you couldn't control hit twenty lightning res, and and the the like craft the player region. over there is like gross twenty lightning res. That's not what I want. I was after like a tier one or like a stat or yeah. chaos res or something like that. So I'm gonna sell those and move on, make another pair until I get a good one on the one mod I can't control. Like those are like. Failed bases is very like, like they're not failed. There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, it's still really good. Mm. Take of why you're not seeing so many of these crafts, and it's mainly because it's not about <clears throat> us not having divine shards. It's about the fact that everything costs uh, 
lock all these are divines and we have no cards that give us divines other than one that's like an 11 set and who the hell wants to do that so you and have it only draws from bolster stack decks yeah yeah it, mm -hmm. exactly exactly so it's it's really put a squeeze on the divine market if you see the divines currently are at 200 c um they might go up higher it's, it reminds me very much of what happened in betrayal when Betrayal came out, the very first night, Exalts were 180C. The next night, they were at 220. It was so mm -hmm. high because yeah. everybody just went out and they started crafting their hits can't be evaded. You know, all that shit. That was a 3x craft. They just went there right away using 5x immediately. There was not enough Exalts in the economy that early <laughs> to take on everybody's insane... Because at that time, we could have like one killer mod and then just, you know, crapped on five mods with a stupid <laughs> bench. It was so glorious. Those were glory days, dude. You had two good mods, and you're like, benchcraft this bitch. That was pretty good. That was good I standard think... gear for me. But yeah, I think that divines themselves have really put a pinch on it. Um, to, and to the point where people make the gear for themselves, and they're like, I have this base, but I don't really feel like spending my current divines on trying to make it into something. Right? That's, I think that's where we're at an impasse. I think that in, in general, like the crafting issues that I see when it comes to enjoying the process of crafting is that in the past, even if we used Harvest or not, the crafting, the process that we did was interesting. We looked at the tags, we decided our decision making around how we were decided to craft the item was based of interesting mechanics introduced to the game and that made crafting very enjoyable. Oh. Now, when you're fixing the one of the sides of the item, no matter the type of budget, the process is meta block, slam, slam, annul, annul, slam, slam, annul, annul. Anytime you hit that meta craft, reapply the meta craft, start over or scour. It's I the have same the best. Thing, except now you look at, you're like, okay, slam with crit without the reforge more common. Ooh. So, so I have the best thing. explanation. It mm -hmm. came from chat. This wasn't me. I had the best explanation of why it's like a negative thing. This is this this is almost to the levels of before harvest, right? Now and before harvest existed, the best way to craft was always to find the avenue that failed the least. Mm. You were never looking for the best way to craft, you were always looking for the least shit way to craft, right? Mm. We we're always looking for how do we not fail. Whereas Minimize when losses. Harvest existed, we were not looking for how do we not fail, we were looking for how do we succeed. And now we are back to how do we fail less often rather than how do we succeed. And that thought process is not nearly as fun. I don't know, I'm still on how can I succeed. How can I succeed with minimal damage to my pockets? And I mean, honestly, what if I just told you guys, and you guys are going to hate this, my crafting has not changed much since this change. My biggest well, change... Well, some items doesn't, hasn't changed at all. You it know, depends it, on it, what you're crafting. Yeah, it really, it really hasn't. Because my, I don't... You can go absolutely big D on my builds, but I, when I make them, I make them, like, so that everybody can achieve it, right? To the very basic, basic... Way. Oh, you're talking about guides now. I yeah, well, in that, in that case, uh, and even, even with myself, like, because I have, another, I have another build to play. I can't spend that much money going super huge D into this build because I got to play that build. I got to play this build. And also, sometimes I do stupid shit 
Like maybe perhaps, I don't know, spend 12 uh, divines locking my suffixes and trying to roll on cold and then remembering hypotherapy as a suffix. (laughs) So why would I, why did I think it was a prefix? Why would I do that? (laughs) Why would I do 12 divines in the whole, whatever. I figured it out and I made it really easy after that. So yeah, you know, no, to me, that's, um, I don't know. I, the way I craft compared to the way you guys craft and see the game is very, very different. Like, I do craft and make profit, but I, I, it's not in the same sense. Like, I, I do make those tailwind elusives, the critties, all, like, but I don't... Actually, I haven't made those boots in a while. Lately, belts have been my, cra- my profit. There's like, I think the, there's, like, two sorry. different levels to it, though, right? Like, I, if I'm making a build guide, there's most of the time going to be something around a 20 to 30 divine finished product. Where I'm like, boom, here's the entire build for somewhere in the range of about 20-ish divines. Sometimes to 30 if it needs to be that high, but I try and keep in that range, right? So that a ton of people have access to that build instead. But then there's, when you like a build enough, that's Mm -hmm. like, that's not the finished product. No, that's the God POB. That's what I call them. Yeah, like when I like a build enough, I'm like, okay, well, instead of 30, I want to spend 300 and then if I like it more, I'm like, okay, instead of 300, I want to spend 1,000. And like when, you, when you're moving into that level, that doesn't exist anymore. And I'm sort of okay with it. Like I said, I'm really still torn, right? Because mm-hmm. like I want to be able to make better gear. Yeah. But I think the mirror tier gear stuff was always bullshit. Like I, didn't, I, don't, yeah. I don't think you should be able to reliably be like, I'm going to make a mirror tier item. But some things are, are not even craftable anymore, really. Yeah. They're just gambling and I don't like that. And so I'm really, I'm really like torn because like some things I'm like, you should never have been able to make that. And some things I'm like, that was really important and you took that away. (laughs) Dude, like, well, why did they say that the socket recoloring was just too powerful of a craft? It's just socket recoloring. It's like... And also, if you're going to need to off-color something that importantly, you're already probably doing some meme shit. Yeah. Right, you're already probably doing some meme shit to have like so many off-color... What do you mean? Just let me off-color things, man. It's a weird... That was a weird take from them because they said they can't bring them back because they're too powerful. And I'm like, okay, maybe the implicit, sure. Honestly, I would like the suffix and prefix reroll because that would help me save money. Sure. Um... Um Here's the thing but, about the socket colors, though. They left white colors. sockets, which yeah. means they didn't actually remove off-coloring at all. What they did was remove off-coloring for casual people who can't afford it. That's so mean. As long as money That's isn't an so issue, mean. you can just have whatever the fuck you want. It's I don't have a problem off-coloring mean. anything. I'll just throw white sockets at it until it's good. But I casual mean. Andy gets to get told to get fucked. Because there aren't any normal socket colors anymore. Unless we're Aww. talking about socketing, like socket coloring a six link, getting off colors with the bench is really easy with the jeweler method. I don't think it's a problem. People small. made like five off colored uh, Death's Oath chest pieces before Harvest it's existed. It's usually unique, so already linked things. Yeah, yeah. yeah which and I, which I, again is just a barrier of entry of knowledge. If you're already very experienced and you know to off-color something with the Verici method before you start, mm-hmm. you're fine. If you don't know yeah. that, you're screwed. 
Yeah, but there's tons of things in PoE that work like that. I mean, PoE is a largely knowledge-based game. Uh, if if yeah. you would like me to uh, probably provide a very, very different perspective on the entire thing, yeah. because, I mean, Val, you said, like, I craft different from all you other guys. I, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, you craft very different from me, because I've been back in HCSSF this league mm-hmm. after Softcore Trade last league. And I'm not someone to engage with a whole lot of end game crafting. Like last league, I had a pretty good minion helmet when I played Skelly Mage Summoner in Softcore Trade, but I bought that one, right? I, I wouldn't go into Harvest and engage with all that. Sure, I did Harvest for a while because it was a good way of making money and it was too good money to just say no. But as soon as I felt like I, I have enough, I blocked Harvest because I always hated Harvest because it presented me with like a whole bunch of things that I needed to take care of. Now I had very limited storage for the crafts and it was just too powerful to just say no. And now I just feel so good. I feel so free. The gameplay loop is so good. Whenever I have a Harvest, just full clear the thing, move on, keep zooming, keep going in that in that farming gear rather than having to stand still look for bases in your stash i know it's different in trade and if you set yourself up for it i just always hated that layer of like i have to do it and what i also noticed is that and that may not apply to top tier crafting at all but like especially for the the mid-tier items not only did i use other crafting mechanics where the crafting power vacuum from harvest kicked in but also i noticed myself like looking at items on the ground more enthusiastically despite the fact that uh, recombinators are not core right like i look at things pick them up think about okay how could i make something work with that and so on and obviously i i would totally agree it's not in a great spot like for many people yeah. who don't enjoy the game being less generous and less like progression right i've seen people iterate the the sentiment of like why should i work more for the same or less and i totally see that right like it does feel a little bit like the game is very stingy with things and with handing out things right now i feel like that's like an overlap between them removing recombinators and removing harvest i think they should have probably kept harvest in the game for this league and done the harvest change next league rather than right now um where where the the recombinator vacuum also hits um, but I hope that like some of the stuff that they removed from Harvest and obviously Recombinator crafting makes it back into the game in some sort of form, but I'd like to see that elsewhere than Harvest. I feel like Harvest has been way too central to the item creation process for a long time, and it was just an unfun mechanic. And uh, yeah, like, like, I mean, you said that it was fun with like thinking about the mods, and I do like that aspect of Harvest that encouraged more people to get into the mod system and to like in mm-hmm. get into the material of how to craft items. But I think that could be possible without Harvest, and the game could be in a better state at some point in the future. Right now, you know there's like it, too many things missing. You know what it feels like? It feels like another one of those things where it's half, where yeah. they've done like half the changes they planned on doing, and like. If you went and like unnerfed some of the fossils and made it so that fossils and essences would respect meta mods and a few things like that, you'd get to a point where you could be interesting with crafting again. You could be like, okay, so I can, I can maybe I can use reforge crit in harvest to spam until I get prefix the one prefix I want and an open prefix to to lock them. And then I can use fossils to craft this second half. And then, like, maybe, like, 
or essences to craft this bit. And, you know, like there, there might be interesting things if they'd respect metamods again and then just like unnerf the fossils and then, and then you could be using a little bit of everything, right? You could be like using alts for this and, and essences for that and fossils for this and maybe there'd be some interesting stuff there, but they only did the first section where they're just like, all right, we're yeah. going to bring Harvest down so that it's on level with everything else instead of way above. But then instead of buffing the other things up to that level, they've just left them shit and we're going to have to wait a league or two for them to, like, catch up the other half. <laughs> like, that could be the case. They've you know, done that to us a bunch before, by the way. I That's would, not new. <laughs> I will say this. I would rather take this scuffed version of Harvest right now and they can delay Arch Nemesis, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, y'all enjoying your um, 20 fusings that take up uh, how many slots in your bag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, even know? wearing them. Right? I don't either yeah. now. I just look <sighs> at them like, these are disappointing. These are, yeah. these are disappointing. Yeah. No, I would, no, I, I would absolutely take that over the Arch Nemesis Arch. On the other hand, it did actually lower the price for buying oh. Corrupted Six Links for the casual players. Again, there's the flip right. side. That's right. There's another side of the coin I mean, that's beneficial for them. It's just the way things drop. The way things drop is so sad, mm. depressing. It's, it's, it's simply, I know, why wouldn't they just let loot be pulled to you instead? I mean, this kind of goes together with my uh, final statements regarding the crafting as well. Because, I mean, as Valor put it, uh, we looked to have crafting in the past was to how do we fail this the least? And we started using eternal orbs and all we did was imprint slam. Nope, re-imprint, imprint slam. Nope, rinse, repeat till we got it, right? But, we didn't that, have anything special then. Like, we didn't, I don't even No, think we had it, nothing we special, no. Like a six-tier one back then, it's like, it's a vendor item these days. Um, but all I'm saying is that, you know, we, in many times, we don't want to go back to how we had it before. When it comes to crafting, I don't want mm -hmm. to go back to the idiocracy of how crafting was back in the day, because that was terrible. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible experience. We don't want to have that, and it's very detrimental to the casual players. But when it comes to drops, the shit we had before with bloated item drops, they had solutions for it. They had the smart roll system. Yep. What happened to that solution? Yeah. It's in heist, dude. Everyone <laughs> remembers, everyone remembers that one single league where talismans on the floor were like worth picking up. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, you remember that, that one league where I was like, so mm. they have an item system to make items on the floor matter? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're right here. Look at my talismans. They're great. That was, like, it was like, like three weeks in and I was still picking up talismans because like, mm -hmm. they rolled okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to do that to every single item in the game. Every yeah. item that drops on the floor, apply that to. And then if you have to make a tenth of the amount of items drop on the ground to balance that, Fucking do it. I don't care. Just make me pick up items off the floor and care. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, even if you give us 30% and then stop dropping shit low tier um, bases at high level maps, that'd be great. I'm so sick of seeing some silk boots when I know I should be seeing sorcerer boots. And I'm like, what is this dog shit? These silk boots are here. This is ridiculous. And then you pick them up, and they actually roll T ones, and you're like, "But look at the base." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you wait. You get, that's a good uh, hook in because you'd like to have lower bases culled when you're farming higher item levels. And a that's similar 100%. conversation, 
we had about like lower mods being called from the mod pool as in like let's say an item level 83 helmet cannot roll like the lower tiers of life can't roll like three to nine life or whatever but like you know that the lowest tiers of of certain mods are called off is that something that you'd be mm. in favor of no, because I'm a, what am I, what is it, a sadist? And I like to just watch, like, my money burn. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hit three lives. Do it again. Right? Like, that's what I, that's, to me, that's fun. To me, it's all about the risk versus reward, right? Like, because I make, I, well, I didn't always make my own stuff. But I make my own stuff for the most part. I like to gamble my stuff. I'm just like, that's just how it is. So, yeah, I, as much as. It'd be nice to to not have three to nine. This chance that it can I would like it to maybe have a lower weight of three to nine. Let's put it that way. Oh, you mean like yeah, the plus two level of minion skills that has a weight to twenty five? Twenty five, dude. Good twenty five. <laughs> I rolled over that the other day, and I'm like, am I stupid? Like I was so mad. I actually hit it. I actually alteration spammed it on my helmet when I did absolution <laughs> guardian for the league start. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, I, I made an SRS well. build. Right now, and it annoyed mm -hmm. me so much trying to get plus twos that I just gave up and got a devouring DM. <laughs> I, mean, why not? <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I care. Yeah, yeah. No, I landed I'm, on I'm a double influence helm at the, this league. And Ooh, uh, with the yeah. meta, with the mana block and the mod I had, it was a 0.037% chance to hit. And it doesn't include the odds of having the other mod as well before, but the odds of that exact slam was less than 0.04% chance. Didn't that slam and feel amazing? It was, was the best. only time during the entire craft process of my personal goal to finish that helmet every league, which is, uh, it's, it's tight and it's expensive, but it's fun to do that as a personal goal. That was mm -hmm. the only part of crafting it that I enjoyed. Everything yeah. else was a pure pain, misery, and I just, oh. I couldn't See, wait for 3.20, and this was one week into the league. This is what's happening <laughs> to you guys. I know what it is now. Okay, so this, this is what happens, right? I make my helmet. Shit doesn't work out. I waste all my money. I have to go back in maps, make some money, do it again. You guys are like, yeah, I finished this thing in five days. I'm ready to move on. I'm over here two weeks in. I'm like, I'm going to get this goddamn helm mod if it kills me, right? Like, I'm like, I'm absolutely throwing down on one thing because I'm stupidly determined, even though it's not even that good. You know, it's, it's just... I mean, it kind of depends, it, right? Because, I mean, yeah. like, like I mentioned before, I always do one min-max character because I think that's yeah. fun to do. And after that, I focus my uh, my efforts on making low-budget builds where I try to cut down the budget as much as I can. Like, we're talking Tabula yeah. Rasa versus Tier 16s yeah, yeah. and in-game bosses. And I think that's fun to do because it's a challenge mm -hmm. in itself to make guides that is actually able and capable of, pu of pulling that off, right? So I mm -hmm. focus on that type of content. It's one of the three top things that I enjoy doing in the but the like that the pain and misery of doing like these crazy stuffs is and there's a reason there's so few people crafting and that impacts the market like we talked about before, which will indirectly uh, well not just indirectly it will impact the casual players and people don't seem to understand yeah. that or accept that that's a thing. And but don't you think that goes we, both uh, ways? Doesn't the casual player also like is it strictly negative for the casual player? That is your no. point. No. I think that it is extremely detrimental for the casual players. But you also have the other side of the coin, which is more about the, when it comes to the drops again. Uh, with a higher amount of people playing the game, there is a better flow 
of uh, bubblegum currency or map juicing to a currency that enters the market that the juicers are buying up, preferably in bulk. So flippers are making tons of currency and everybody wins. And then the, the juicers are running their maps, dropping tons and tons of items that is then bloating and inflating the markets, which is again beneficial for the cash flow players. And if you take away any part of this system, it will be detrimental across the board. But in the end, the top players or the, the, the hardcore players, whatever you want to call them, the, the top players that plays too much, literally has an unhealthy amount of hours in the game, those players will find a way to make the currency or find a way to bypass the current state of the problem. Like I'm, I made my 20-ish mirrors or whatever I made uh, that's now gone in the bow. Um, like the, I made that. I didn't make it as fast as I normally do, but I still made it. But the casual players who are hurt by these changes and the, the result of the things that's happening, they don't have the knowledge or experience to, you know, do what they did lastly and make their 20x or whatever they got lastly during the entire league. You know, that kind of casual player. They don't have that solution. They don't have a team they're playing with, which I am utilizing. And normally it's only me and two others, basically, that's generating the mass currency. The others, is, it's small stuff, but it's still helping out, right? But I, I just think it's detrimental for those players. Sorry. Because casual players can now sell their semi-shit items for like 20, 30C, where before a 20, it wouldn't sell for 20, 30C. And then they can amass. And the biggest problem is that divines don't have, again, any card, any shards or any cards or anything that they can sell off for a little bit more on that too. Like, I am I think about, like, yeah, 20C sales, 40C sales. They're not thinking about things in, in mirrors or, or, like, you know, like, they're... That's, that's, a good, that's a good sale before they couldn't make that. I mean, those poor 1C one, one people selling Sorry. boots for 1C. Now those boots are worth 7. You so know, they have two good mods. There's a setup that I do every league that I still am doing right now. Mm -hmm. um, that is not something I would ever do if it wasn't making content because I'm past the level of play that 20C and 40C sales matter, right? Like that doesn't... But I do it anyway yeah. because I do it to prove that things sell and like show all the people watching like this is how you can make a bunch of money, which is I run these rotating stash tabs with... Where the hell are you? Shut up. Right, there we go. Um, I do rotating dump tabs, basically... My filters are set up for casual players to be able to just pick up everything that shows, dump them in dump tabs, rotate those prices through, and just have stuff sell. It's worked yep, every league forever. Something. Things sell, mm -hmm. random things sell at 60C, random things sell at 40, yep. random things sell at 20, right? Yep. And like mm. that's like a, a thing that you can just give anybody with no knowledge, yep. and they make a ton of money. We've got, I got people that know nothing, that play two hours a day in any previous league who'd be like, They'll go from I'm somebody who has one or two exalts total to be like, oh, I can now afford this 40x build because you're just selling random shit from dump tabs that you don't even have to pay mm -hmm. attention to. This yeah. league, those sales of random items off the floor in dump tabs for 20 and 40z mm -hmm. are at best 10% of what they used to be. Well, this those items has... do not sell anymore. Wait, they how come? Have... I, I, I don't know. They don't There's... sell though. Okay. People in this league, right? Like the lowest number right now, I think. Harvest so, was busted. Remember? Okay, remember how many people dropped off in the first three days, and then it still took a week to fix it, 
And then it's still say, now we're still in a month in and we're still struggling to get fixes to the lake and to yeah. Arch Nemesis and to this. It is, it is. So any, any other league with my degenerate amount of hours, you know, like I'm playing like 10 hours or 12 hours, right? Mm. Which isn't how much casual plays, but, but from rotating dump tabs in my 10 hour day, Mm-hmm. I expected in any previous league to make four to 800 chaos a day out of those rotating dump tabs that I pay no attention mm-hmm. to. I now make 40 to 100 chaos a day at most. And this is the first league it's ever been like that. It's incredibly low comparatively to how much that process made in the past. Just got to get that that's MF the problem, collar, right? bro. <laughs> but I mean, I mean that's the problem. That really is the problem because we we have a situation where the game is everything about knowledge. I hate working for currency. I don't want to farm for my currency. I want to play the game because I enjoy the build up playing and I'm having fun with my character. I don't want to sit there and be like, I hope I get a divine orb from that god touch monster. I hope I drop an apothecary. I hope I get a good uh, unique item. And now fuck that. Now I profit craft, and at this point of the league, if I don't, if I'm not streaming my profit crafts, I make maybe a mirror a day, maybe one and a half if it's a good day. That's what I'm making with profit crafting. That's how I afford all the all the stuffs I do, and that's without having a team helping me with it. Now we have a team working with it, and we're generating approximately one and a half mirrors a day, and that's mostly because I'm not crafting at the moment because I don't find it enjoyable in the current state of the game. Most people don't do this, and most people don't have the knowledge to do it. And that's understandable. So they farm for currency. That's what most people are doing. And that's hurt with the drop changes, which is detrimental across the board for everyone. It means fewer people are able to buy the items because they don't have the currency. They don't have the wealth to be able to afford it. And that's a direct problem related to the drop issue that Bala was talking about as well. Yeah, because there's just and, less demand. And a lot of people also arguably already dropped out and stopped playing. And yeah, there was like true. a sort of, uh, you know, snowball effect or like a like a... What's the Trots word? Avalanche. Where yeah, and you also have the other aspect of this, which is kind of sad as well, and that is with with the game being in a state where it is pushing the the players that are uh, generating the mass currencies and crafting. Like I talked about it before, with how that impacts the market in a way that the it becomes a buyer's market or even better when those people that bought those upgrades they say hey i want to upgrade my character and buy a better one their old item doesn't randomly disappear it goes into the market that has already been sold and that's when the second hand item market starts inflating a certain market which even drastically ramps up the the supply of that product and that just further downscales the market's uh, cost price because it turns into the bias market. Everybody starts undercutting one another and the benefactors are the casual players, which is great. I think it's great. But in the current state of the game with the player base and with, uh, with the certain type of players pushed away and crafters not crafting as much as we used to, the result is detrimental across the board for everyone. And in reality, it's a result that has been caused in, um, because of the drop issues, because of the crafting issues but also the player base issues, which we could argue is a result because of all these other problems as well that Dude. plays a role in why the player base is so much lower. Right, We've upgraded three leagues to be worse. <laughs> but that's also a good statement, though. Like the whole thing with worse, when we talk about mirror items, uh, we mm. talked about making the perfect right. In the current state of crafting, mm. perfect, like the helmet that crafted for the minions that had an average craft cost of twelve to 15,000 divines. 
And the reason I got so excited with the slam that I hit was because the hit I hit, or the mod I hit, had that average craft cost. I wasn't mm-hmm. aiming for that because that was unrealistic in the uh-huh. current state of the game. Right. The mod I was aiming for had an average craft cost of only 10,000 divines. So didn't only. you just get so rock hard when you actually hit the craft? Like it was the greatest thing ever? I did. But we also exactly. have to keep in mind, we also have to keep in mind that the result of that helmet is still significantly worse than the, than the mirror helmets we've done in the past. So not yeah, only like, have they increased the cost of the products we're creating, they've also lowered the, the efficiency of it. The past is the past, and it's ruining your present. All right? <laughs> That's what's happening here. You're looking at the past, and it's messing up your present. you got to look at that and think, well, you holy compare snap. It with something. I mean, to a point, right? To a point. But how, how much are you going to look back and be like, well, that, may, you know, that was so nice, and now everything will make me miserable for the rest of my days until they bring back the thing that was so nice that one time. That you have no control over that. Okay. So right? why are you not happy with the Arch Nemesis changes, though? Uh, well, Arch Nemesis <laughs> was... I'll tell you why. Because it was not meant to go in. And they, they put it in without thinking, like, this completely ruins... Uh, okay. Well, why are you not happy with the loot drops, then? Uh, well, the loot drops are mainly because it's like, why am I getting 20... Uh, um, six sockets in one stack and now I can't actually see the mobs in front of me because I have this big pile of loot now. I can't well, see. Well, I mean, that's completely your fault if you don't filter out six sockets at this point. I the need the way... jewelers, bro! I need <laughs> the, the jewelers! Can, uh, like, the only way you can, uh, you can compare this to have a, a discussion of what would be a better change or how can they improve this is to compare it to the past, right? In both topics... Not just crafting, but both topics. But I didn't do any comparison on, on either of those, right? No, Arch what no. I'm saying think, is that that's the only way we can compare it. I think you can also evaluate it worse. You can also evaluate it in the current context of the game, I think. Uh, you don't need to compare but it to the past. You shouldn't let it affect how much enjoyment you have in your present or future. Like, yeah, that was good. You're not, you may not get that time again. So lamenting over it, Feeling the, 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 what is it, wishfulness of it, it just hurts you in the end, right? The game has changed now. And I hope it goes back to something a little better than what we have currently. Not back, uh, forward. I really do. Well, no, yeah, you know what I mean. I want, I want it to adapt to, uh, to be, I understand what they wanted to do with Arch Nemesis, and I get it, and I'm on board with it. Except they did not in any way consider making those arch nemesis synergize with one another or how they could completely kill off builds. They're just like, they work, get them in there. So that, you know, if they can just do, oh, it'd be so, it'd be so much better. I would be really happy. Be really the arch happy. nemesis uh, topic is a deep one. Yeah. Be- before oh, we I go know, into arch- that, I quickly want to like provide one more perspective for me on the, the crafting mm. thing. Um, and this may be very theoretical. Like I said, I don't engage a whole lot with trade economies, even if I do play the software trade. And I certainly don't engage a whole lot with endgame crafting, so I may be completely talking out of my ass here. So please tell me if I do. But like, from my impression, is when since whenever harvests get added to core, the expectation of like what your gear on your item in every slot is went closer to six tier one 
it's not an expectation that you get six tier one on any item slot, but I'm I'm saying like what before harvest you were like realistically aiming for like a fifty percent item, and now yeah. you're realistically aiming for a seventy or eighty percent item, and yeah. which in itself is not a problem, and it's great that a lot of people mm. got a taste of that, and that like true people into crafting and into like getting into crafting, understanding crafting, understanding the tag system, understanding the different system, and it was great that it was so centralized in harvest for a while, but. Um, in order for it to stay interesting, it can't stay the same system always, right? Like you said, how much you enjoy inter interacting with the mods and stuff like that. It is like a puzzle and it's great to solve a puzzle like that. But if the puzzle mm -hmm. stays the same all the time, that gets boring. Mm -hmm. And now the other point I want to make is that when you get the expectation of having like 70, 80% gear in every slot, then you'll also see that in how the game is balanced. Uh, I, I remember like Balor bringing up the boots that you can't easily make anymore. You can still make easily, but they're way more expensive than they used to be. And therefore the average player, quote unquote, we always have problems with the definition of the average player, but let's just, I'm not going into it, but like the quote unquote average player, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the quote unquote average player can't afford them anymore. But what I think has happened over the past year or so that Harvest has been part of the game, one and a half years, in fact, it's been, uh, It, it it went core 3.13, right? And I just think that the overall expectations for the balance of the game went up. The overall expectations, what kind of gear the player has, what kind of character the the um, the player has, went up, and that kind of necessitated a certain amount of knowledge with Harvest because Harvest was so powerful and that was the way you made gear and you made your way you made money. It all of a sudden became mandatory knowledge. And yep. I, th I think that's a problem for a lot of new players because it's like a, not the easiest, most accessible item crafting system. I think something like fractured items plus essence is much more easy to understand, much more easy to get into. Like Pox said on the most recent episode, I'd love if they'd actually made that a part of the campaign, that they gave people a tutorial on how to craft on fractured bases and hard. with essences, right? But I, I generally think that we're going into a better direction if we're not expecting everyone to have the, that level of gear going forward. I mean, I, I think that when people say that we... Uh, aren't expected to have that level of gear. As soon as Masters got introduced back in, I don't know, 1994, uh, we got in a situation <laughs> where six tier ones was a thing. Just straight up the bat. Six tier ones was a thing. You finished five mods and bench the last one, you were done. That's already started and a lot of people did it. It wasn't really that expensive. People expected well, I mean, a bench modifier is not really a tier one. No, but really, it was then, actually. But, yeah, true. They could, um, you could craft hybrid mods, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, either way, what I'm trying to get to is though that the, the thing is a lot of people are saying that, oh, you, you like Valina said, uh, we were working in the chat with like, the whole idea that if you get your, your six tier one super, uh, your best slot item super fast, then you quit the game. You have to remember that getting those mods requires such an obnoxious amount of investments. The reason yeah. we're pulling those off in a week's time is not solo. We're doing that as a team and we're all spending. Mm -hmm you know, 10, 20 hours on stream and then four to 10 hours off stream every single session. For so you're saying it's, it's, it's not because that, it's too easy, but because you're investing so much time. It's it far from easy. It's never been easy. Like you're not having fun because it's... No, 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 that's a different thing because that's a personal mm -hmm. goal for me. So I do that because I enjoy the push to achieve that. And but again, we're talking about the whole idea of 
the top, the tippity top of the mountain, right? Like the biggest mm. items. But to create mm. those, whether it's now or it's in the past, the way we've done it is playing the game in a way that the vast majority, more than 99.5% yeah. of the player base, would never do because it's so oh. obnoxiously unhealthy. So it should take you two weeks because it would take about mm, almost till the end of league for any normal player to maybe do anything half like that, right? No, they can't even no. do that with that. Like the amount of currency we're talking about is currency that, you know, 99% okay. of the player base doesn't even see in a year time of playing the game. Okay, so it should take you three weeks or four weeks instead because you're obviously generating a stupid amount of currency within the first but couple it's of It's more like, it's more like the amount of currency to make one of these items. Yeah. A casual player has yeah. not seen in the life of their playtime. I know. So in the why... last eight years combined. So why, like, this is, this is, I'm just saying it's a very, like, no offense, this is a very one percenter, like, point one percenter problem. You guys are... So here's the thing, absolutely. Here's the thing that I bring up. mm -hmm. When people say that, because I get that, Mm -hmm. I get that from chat a lot, like, oh, this is a one percenter problem. I gotta say one thing. Mm -hmm. I'm really sick of hearing that, like, it's not important. Oh, okay. Like, 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 one percenters for some reason, because... Because I've been, for some reason, because I've spent 20 to 22,000 hours playing this game and another yeah. 8,000 hours doing research of this game over the yeah. last 10 years. For some mm-hmm. reason, my experience, the experience of people like me is just not important. It's just irrelevant. No, it's not like, that it's not irrelevant. Oh, you've, you've, you're you a guys, one percenter. That doesn't matter. Like, what? No, Why? It's not, it's not that it doesn't matter. It's that you guys have uh, your opinions and uh, you're, you're not your opinions. Sorry, that's the wrong word. Your um, field of view is so skewed from the top that you actually just can't see everybody else below you. Except it's not. No, it very much is because you just called base, you called Tailwind Boots basic. Okay, so it very much is. Everything is within context. No, listen, when you're calling Tailwind Elusive Boots basic, you are on your ivory tower, sir. Everything is within context. When you're talking about crafting the boots, when you say, Yeah, I'm talking about crafting the. Yeah. They're usually all anyone ever makes. You know, you know what I, you know what I consider basic pair of boots? Maybe 25 move speed. Maybe I get a T2 res, maybe a T3 res, uh, 70 life, and I slap on some implicits. That's okay, my that, basic and, boot. And, and that's all most people have. Here's the thing. I spend that's like probably boot. 80% of my life yeah. engaging with and getting the opinions of all mm-hmm. of the casual people. My entire life is taking casual people who make like one exalt or two exalts a league and yeah. trying to bring them from there to making mm-hmm. 20 or 30x without increasing their play style. Like yeah. to have this assumption that I'm like out of same. touch with the casual exile is a ridiculous and frankly insulting assertion because it's my entire well, said- job. It's my entire job yeah. to take casual and brand new players and mm-hmm. introduce them and find what their struggles are and figure out how to introduce them and make them better and improve their experiences. I do I'm not the same. In, I'm not even remotely close to out of touch with that experience because I actively seek it out on a day-to-day basis. But we do... The difference we... is mm-hmm. I can talk about the level of crafting same. or investment or knowledge all the way from the person who plays on the very first day all yeah. the way up to 
people who are able to craft Miratil items. That doesn't okay. make you out of touch. That makes me more knowledgeable in the entire range than average. I'm I'm sorry that you are higher up on the ivory tower than other people, Baylor, and I'm sorry that I offended you with it. But that is that it to me. It, your perspective is skewed because you are at a different level than a lot of people, and you do help. Don't think get me wrong. It's not like you don't help people get from you know rags to riches. I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just saying that your way is different than others and it's and your per, your perception in this case is skewed uh and it's not like it's not i meant to be an insult it's just meant to, it's just yeah we have a difference we have a very difference of opinion here so i do yeah, have to side me, with balor in the sense that sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but like no, balor does play ssf every league makes it a point to have at least mm-hmm. one ssf run most of the leagues mm-hmm. and and it does talk do to a lot of different people yeah, I don't do SSF because I find it, like, boring. But that's me. Again, I, f- I don't like it because I don't like to farm up my own mats because my ADHD, I do Delve for, like, two Delves and I want to move to a map and then I want to do a boss and then I want to move back to Delve. Oh, what about that temple? Oh, I should go do this over here, this heist over here? Oh, God, what if I, I forgot about Delve over here? And, and that's that completely fair. My, my point yes, was just I, that Ballard that does I engage with that. the lower end of crafting in, in those situations. Oh, and yeah. And no, no matter not, whether it's surprised. like from bought currency or self-farmed currency, he does engage mm. with that level of crafting. And I do trust mm. that Ballard knows what he's talking about. But I also do think that a lot of the things that have been said were things that we can't know for sure as to how the economy works, as to how like the, the mind of the average player works and like what the effects exactly are, because it's a very complicated system. I think I want to jump in on this as well, because uh, like similar to Baller, like I, like I mentioned before, I do what one major big giga chat character, right? And I do my personal goals when it comes to mirror crafting. But outside of that, my entire focus is low budget builds. I focus on my guides. I believe I still to the date has the biggest guide hub in the history of Path of Exile, if I'm not wrong, uh, which is exclusively focusing on low-budget guiding to the new players or the casual players alike. And uh, another thing to add to that when it comes to crafting specifically is that a lot of people think that the way uh, a lot of our teams are playing to make gener- to generate a ton of currency is to craft big dick items that no one else can craft. That's not true. The way we make currency is that we pick something that is profitable with a margin based on the average craft cost compared to the sellable prices of the worst sellable outcome. And we craft hundreds upon hundreds of the same item. And those items, they can range from the craft cost of 50 chaos, maybe two Mm -hmm. divines. And then a week into the league, that's 10 times the value because now people want medium budget items on the market because that's a natural, um, natural progression of the market in the leagues. And it has been for the longest of time. The, the masses of currency we generate is not the biggest items. The mirror items we make, we lose currency doing them. They are personal goals that is fun to do. But the crafts that I mainly do for profit, they cost nothing. There are tons of guides. Hell, I have guides for 99% of the, guy, the crafts I do for profit that I generate mirrors of value. And I think that's very important to point out. Uh, because that means that I actually mostly craft items that the vast majority of the player base not only just can learn how to do, but they can also afford to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's rather important to point out. And when it comes to enjoying it and understanding the perspective of these people, it's something that I've always said on, on my stream that it's very important for me to get feedback consistently. Pretty much every day of my entire career of playing Path of Exile for over eight years now, 
it's very important to hear that because of the fact that I am myself, I am a 1% player and I do big dig crafts and I do that Giga Chat mirror character and all of that. So my, my yeah. perspective on these things is going to be, no matter how much I try, it will yeah. always be skewed by the fact that, that I have that amount of knowledge that these yeah. people don't have. So I do my best in trying to make sure that I get the experiences, I get the perspectives of other people so that the content that I create in, uh, after receiving this information is to be as good as I can make it for those type of players. And the problems I've been talking about has not been so much about the mirror crafts. It has mainly been for how crafting is perceived by the majority of the player base. Because a lot of people, they just don't want to even try because it's yeah. not going to be, it's more yeah. of a roulette wheel. So nowadays, especially with Twitch coming up, we're not going to be able to, uh, we're not going to be allowed according to Twitch TOS to craft on Path of Exile again. <laughs> I mean, that's how it feels. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. I've seen that though, meme so many times. <laughs> I, I will say, though, 100% um, that there are so many things that I try to do for my build guides that for a new player. And I learned that there are so many things I still have to do because I have this base level of knowledge, right? So I don't even think about the things that they don't know that I don't, you know, I, it's, it's so far beyond like where I'm like, oh yeah. And then you just do this and do that. And they're like, okay, wait, but what colors on this? I'm like, oh my God, the colors, right? <laughs> like, it's just something so simple. It's just like simple little things, right? Like I was talking to somebody today who asked me, they're like, I'm level 44. I don't know where to put all of my gems. They don't have the sockets yet. They're only level 44. I'm like, just level up, buddy. Like, just level up. Don't worry about it. You're going to get the sockets. Check the vendors, right? They're just little things that people don't know. So, yeah, like, uh, it's, it's really hard. Even it, it's hard for everybody's perspective, if you have any knowledge in this game, to think of what are the small things. And I used to, I played this game 10 years, and I spent, like, five of them not crafting at all and just buying my stuff because I didn't really care to engage with it. And then I learned that I can make my stuff generally way cheaper than it is to just buy it. And then I just started crafting and didn't look back. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's how I see it. I think we've circled around the, the crafting thing for a long time and, uh, mm -hmm. and all done our takes multiple it. times in, in different words. So I think I'm going to ask the most important question. Loot goblins, yes or no? No. 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 All right. Why not, Gazi? <laughs> this is not Diablo. I mean, this, this, just, this, this ain't Diablo. The, the thing that makes Path of Exile so interesting and enjoyable is the complex mechanics. I played this game for over 28,000 hours, and guess what? I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning. And I'm one of those crazy nerds that sits and research for thousands of hours while staying online for traits. Like, that's the yeah. way I enjoy playing the game. That's what got me into the game. And having that approach to feel that the game is taking a turn towards Diablo, to me, feels bad. And I know it's not a fair comparison, because it really isn't as bad as mm -hmm. that. But that's the direction it feels like it's going. And it's something I've been very vocal about when it comes to changes recently for 3.19, is that GGG has been saying, well, this is the changes, uh, but if you look at the numbers, what people are perceiving or saying it is, uh, it's not the case. The loot is actually, on average, pretty good. Look here, here's the numbers. And my answer to that is this. Uh, the way you enjoy a game 
is perception. How I perceive my time spent in the game dictates if I'm going to enjoy my time or not. Even if the numbers are telling me that, hey, this is fun. I know it's a meme mm. that we PoE players, we can look at a spreadsheet, look at PUB and be like, yo, look at this dark pack bill. We just reached 200 million shape for DPS. This yeah. is crazy. Holy fuck, that's insane. Or, you know, those type of craziness. Um, and that's one way of seeing it. But when you're playing the game and your perception is that this is boring or this is dull, my perception matters more than what the numbers say. Me hitting a slam awesome. on the helmet was enjoyable. Oh, big I love time, it, big right? time. That's also, by the way, not what the numbers say. That's a fucking gaslighty post if I've ever seen one in my life. I'm just saying, like, based on what, we, what has been stated, my perception of the game, no matter what the numbers say, if they're incorrect or correct, it doesn't matter to me. As long as my, if my perception is that, hey, I'm having fun, but it can be trash. Hell, I've, I've been actually booting up my old Tibia account. That's a game from, I don't know, the 1700s, made in paint or something. And I mean, I enjoy playing that. My perception of playing that game is very enjoyable, though... These days, that game has turned into a lot of pay to win. Hell, I'm enjoying it because my perception of my time invested into that game has been very fun. I've been enjoying that. That matters. Even if the numbers or the way the game is, is set up is telling me that, well, this is bad or whatever it is. If my perception is that I'm enjoying it, then well, then I'm enjoying it. It's so you're saying that, that. It, just to be clear here, to, to get a clear statement, the problem with the loot goblins is that it doesn't feel good to you. Yes, my perception of loot goblins is horrendous. Do you have any like rationalization for that? Or do, is that just like playing on the surface on the perception level? It, Knowing it that people really... with magic find are culling and getting 20, 30, 40, 50 plus divines, or as Chris mm-hmm. Wilson said, multiple mirrors... To me, it doesn't feel good. Knowing that a Magic Find character killing a ton of monsters with a lot of Magic Find uh, has a higher chance of dropping more loot or higher chance of dropping better loot, I'm okay with that. But when I encounter that uh, God-touched monster is going to drop me a Divine Orb and I don't even see one Divine, or if I get one Divine, I know if I didn't do that and I said, hey, yo, go to TFT, you got an MF color for me, can you come in and kill this guy? Because I have to stop my entire gameplay to have someone else come in or re-gear my character or log into an alt to cull it to get better reward from it. That's not a good feeling. That's not a, a fluent gameplay to be interrupted in my play. And not to mention that the kind of builds that I'm playing, uh, they uh, either are minions. I don't actually get to see the monster mods uh, most mm-hmm. of the times anyway, so I don't even get the chance to see them. All I see is loot and I'll be like, oh, that yeah, was a god uh, touch monster. I just lost out on currency because I didn't see it. That actually or happened to me. Even like I don't, I don't have like tons of DPS or anything. Like I'm, I'm just playing Bane, uh, Occultist, and HCSSF. But I actually okay. killed one of those like currency loot goblins without noticing beforehand that it was going to be one, just because you know mm-hmm. damage over time and explosions, and just all of a sudden you drop loot and it, it's, it's suspiciously what uh, currency. What doesn't feel good to me is running 19 maps to get 10% of my rewards and then the 20th map to get 90% of my rewards out of those 20 maps. Yeah. That's, that's not, that doesn't feel good. I want every map to be rewarding. I, wanna, I don't want to have like a little tiny bit of reward every map where I'm just like really slowly building and then one map where I hit the loot goblin correctly and then there's my last 19 maps worth of profit all at once. Uh, that doesn't feel great. That's fair. And Val, what's your take on the loot goblin situation? 
Um, obviously, MF calling feels really bad, man, because I don't call it an MF caller. I don't give a shit. Whatever. I don't get, I get 5C on the ground. I'm like, well, there's my 5C. I move on. Honestly, guys, you guys are all bent out of shape and worked up. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Kind of sucks. You know, just get my 5C and move on. I get enough divines off the ground and I just run juice maps and go and you know, actually, they're not even delirium. They're not even, like, insanely juiced. They're just, like, scarabed sextants with uh, both bottom halves of Eater Eldritch. I just go. And I just get enough money. That's that's just how I play. Like, I'm very much... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't that's really how, bother... That I'm, sounds I'm, like I'm, you're I'm, just like, ignoring uh, what other people consider yeah. an issue. I'm not saying you're ignoring an issue, because if you don't perceive it as one, obviously it's um, not one, but... No, I think that I think I don't think that that should happen, but it is happening right now. They're not going to change it until next league. So I just hope that it's not going to stay in forever. It's completely ridiculous and unethical. It's like it's absolutely not something that they're going to they're going to keep in. You know, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't have fear of missing out by not bringing in the MF caller is what I'm saying. I'm just like, I look at it. I'm like, no, OK, I don't I I fucking Sorry, uh, I absolutely hate, hate the way that the loot is distributed now because it just feels so bad. Just feels so bad to see eight different fractured pieces. Nice to see fractured pieces, but eight different fractured pieces. You know they're all going to be shit. You're going to yeah, look at them can... anyways, right? Because yeah. it's like, what if the one isn't? What if one isn't? Right? You gotta so look like, at I, it. I keep IDing fractured items and yep. they keep disappointing me. Yeah, every time, dude, you're like, I've stopped doing strength. it. Mm. I've stopped doing it. I'm like, oh, fractured. I, I, I can't be arsed. I'll have to stop, stop my entire gameplay to identify and I'm gonna toss mm -hmm. them out. And there's not enough room on the ground. So I pick them up, mm -hmm. move away, toss them out, go back, no, pick them up. I'm yeah, like, no, yeah, I'm not doing yeah, it. That's, I'm, that's <laughs> how I'm living, honestly. <laughs> I, hate, I hate it. To be fair, Gazzy, you're showing quite a lot of shit bases uh, in the fractured department, at least on the filter that oh. you're running in the footage in the background. <laughs> oh, that's because the filter I have is uh, showing the influence items from the boss kills. I'm doing boss kill services in the footage you're doing. Yeah, that so makes I'm sense. I'm doing some Uber and game bosses and six man carries. So it's not optimized for synthesized items and for yeah. fractured items? No. Yeah. Dude, Makes I just sense. go with the basic never sink and run with it, dude. I'm too lazy uh -huh. to make my own. That's what yeah, I'm doing. I'm, That's why because I'm too dude, lazy. I'm way too lazy to make my own. Just I don't have time for that. I got no time to make my own guy or filters, Ugh. and then they change. I know it's it's what it is, dude. Follow Ballast Filter on, on pathofexile.com. I've been doing that since last week, and it's been pretty oh, cool. Shit. Oh, snap. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I might because it's one of those things. I just I can't be bothered. Like, give me them never sync updates right now, and then I go on very strict to uber strict, and I just call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> just call it a day. I'm like that lazy about it. Yeah, I, I'm with you in that one. But like for me, it's like since most of my currency isn't made from farming, the only time I actually yeah. my filter was when I did magic find, and that was lastly. Thank God I got time for that before they made loot goblins. But uh, that's the only time I made my own filter. Uh, but outside of that, it's like, no, I, I just can't be arsed too. Like, mapping for me is not what generates currents for me. I map because I want to try out the build and have fun with it and see how it does. And if yeah. I do low-body character, I'm testing what new players or casual players would want to be able to do with the character. So I do, you know, I can go tier 16s. I do endgame bosses. And I have fun testing that and seeing, oh, this mob was hard. Why was it hard? What can I do to fix it? 
That's exactly. the enjoyment I get from mapping, not the loot. Like the, the loot doesn't matter to me. So yeah. <laughs> identifying fractured items. Mm-mm. I make <laughs> almost all of my money from exclusively just mapping and killing things. Yeah. Because wild. I don't want to. I don't want to profit craft. I don't want to craft. I don't want to craft even for me. What about bossing? I like bossing. No, I so hate much. bossing. Oh. I hate it. Oh. My league start characters uh, plan on buying boss carries to get my two stones, like on day two. Really? I yeah, I don't want to kill them. I don't care about oh, bossing. Snap. I mean, that's why Balor is so upset, because literally the only thing about the game that he enjoyed, which is like killing a whole lot of monsters, is uh, the one thing that he can't do right now profitably. And now I have to hunt reward tiles and loot goblins, which is not the, something but, I want. Yeah. The loot goblin thing, it doesn't feel good. The, the way the arch nemesis... Honestly, when they said arch nemesis rework, I'm like, as in it's gone! But then, of course, it's not going to be gone because they... I don't know. I It's the one... It's the only league I have seriously questioned why they thought, you know what? We're putting this in the game anyways. It was universally hated, and we're throwing it in there. <laughs> and like, and they just they didn't make and this change did not make it better. They were still overpowered. They were still extra murderous. They did not give you enough rewards. It was, it's it's. I say it was. It's still going on. It just has not been. Most of the time uh, and mag the amount of magma boys. Can I just say? Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get five six sockets here. And he's just going to blow up in the middle of this huge pack. And if my phasing flask goes out, I might be dead with him. Uh, why don't we now always have phasing flasks? But yeah, it's, it does not, it's does not feel, feel good. But I will say, like, my pack size situation is not that bad because I go into the two Eater Exarch nodes and uh, then I go into Grand Design. And then I do a lot of Pog books as well for my money. Because 2G gave me like mirror shards, four divines. Like 2G's just, it's just been giving out cash. You know, me and 2G are like, we're yeah, best I got a, I got a divine off of him, but damn. damn he actually gave crazy. me a four, a four of divines. He gave me a mirror shard. Guy's just been like, money, money. And I'm in. I'm, I'm about it. <laughs> right? All right. I'll oh, belly man. dance, 2G. Let's go. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. What? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Scion has such a long torso, it'd be very interesting. Have you ever looked at it? Crazy. He is such a homie. Oh, man. Yeah, but that's... I don't know, yeah. like, there's, a, there's a lot of things casual players can do for the sake of profit, and everyone does it differently. Like, you have the 1% player take, but a, a lot of people seem to think that a lot of us that are 1% players, so to say, that we seem to be catering or uh, preaching of what we want rather than what's good for the game. And I've said this multiple times in the past as well. Like I have two different perspectives when it comes to what low-bodied or medium-bodied or high-bodied is. And then I have two different perspectives of what I want to see in the game. And one of them is based on me as a gamer, which is super selfish and exactly what I want is not even close to what the, the current state of the game is. And the other perspective is me as a content creator who caters my content towards the new and casual players and try to help them the best way I can. And those two perspectives, they collide all the time. And in the end, the perspective that is catering to the casual players is the one that I need to make sure to focus on. Because of the simple fact that the vast majority of the player base isn't 1% players. That's why they're called 1% players. 
the vast majority is based of the other portion of the player base, and that's the one that needs to be catered to. And I've said this multiple times over. I we I think that the one percenters have gotten so much attention with aspirational endgame content, uber uber endgame bosses, the super juicing, the elevator mods. Like if we take it back a couple of years and compare the the progression from a few years back to where we are now. The 1% player base is the one that's gotten the most attention, the most love, the most content introduced to the game. And I just want them to stop what they're doing and take a step back and look at the game and be like, yo, this is not good for the casuals. Like, there's a reason there's so much flame, uh, fire going on on Reddit, for example. How about just catering to those people? Help them for once so we content creators don't have to make guides for everything. I Get a tutorial I, in. Show people how to do things. I don't think the complainer on reddit is the casual uh, maybe not but i mean there's still a reason why there's so much uh, you know consistent criticism going on and why a lot of people are quitting the league and that doesn't just stem towards the toxicity and the uh, negativity and criticism up on reddit i've talked to a, a number of new players who started this league around who didn't notice any problems with the game because simply they lack the perspective of like previous leagues yeah. and, and and being able to compare it and for them, it, it well, works you can't relatively that, fine. Chris, well, you can't forget that Chris Wilson literally stated himself that the majority of new players are actually not new players. They're ultimately returning players. Apparently, there's a very small fraction of the player base that are actually new. And in the majority of the cases, is that it's returning players. They might take a break for a couple of leagues or a year or two, but they're, they're returning players. And with that stated, I just feel like uh, the cash of players needs to get some attention. Like there's, there's a lot of small things and things that I might not personally agree with, but I mean, just out of the blue, I know people talked about the idea of going through the campaign and loving a new character. That takes a long time for most people. Oh, they don't zoom through, right? And, you know, once you reach a certain level, maybe you could have an easier time leveling. Maybe you have another. I think personally it's a bad take, but that's my personal opinion, right? I'm just mm. saying that there, there's. Oh, you were spilling some things. fishing secrets there. You, you cut out for a couple of words. So. You got oh, I, I was saying, yeah, no, I was saying that the, um, the the leveling is one thing, which I think personally is a kind of a bad take myself, but that's my personal opinion about it. But I think that there's so much attention and so much content given to the, the higher end players, uh, which is really nice. I love it because I'm actually interacting with it. But it's it's time for them to actually you know take a step back and make sure they cater to the casual players because that's where the love needs. They need support. They need help. And they can't just rely on content creators to guide people through for simple yeah. things that should be easy to navigate and learn in the game itself. I have big hopes. Bethesda does it. That's a huge company, all right? They rely on their community to fix their entire game. So, like, why not to rely on your community to give the guides? No. Well, something I mean, else just read in chat right. as well is uh, it was uh, Hibiki said if there's few, very few new players, which they've said they are, there are. Uh, GG should be doing all they can to stop pissing off their long-time remaining players, end quote. Uh, I kind of agree with that statement. I, I really do because I feel like, you know, it's one thing for the 1% players to bitch and moan because our, our perspective, no matter how much we try to see it from a casual's perspective, is going to be skewed to some degree, at least, no, more or less. Not entirely in some cases, in my opinion. Uh, I do have to side with Baller on a couple of those things for sure. But I still would say that the situation isn't that the 1% players are bitching and moaning too much. It's the entire community for the most part, not all of them, but the vast majority are complaining. And that's not a good look. That's really not a good look. And catering to the masses, which is catering to the casual players, 
would be a smart business decision to keep people actually playing, you know. That's just my two cents on the topic. There's plenty of things this league for literally any part of the player demographic. There's something that they could be upset about with GGG. Like even if you're like me, appreciative of most of the directions of the changes and the actual state of the game right now because it feels good subjectively to you. I have a huge problem with the amount of communication that we've gotten and with like the the I still don't know on many things exactly where we're going. I still have confidence, right? I still GGG has a, a big advance in trust from me, right? I, I think mm-hmm. that they're going to get it right. I have high hopes that the next league is going to implement a crafting mechanic that fills a lot of the gaps that Harvest left, right? That brings back a lot of crafting powers that gives new players and, and casual players something that they can really use as a way to get into the crafting system and, and start making the gear. Um, I'm going to ask you a question feel... there, if you don't mind. Oh, Sorry. sure. Gonna, okay. Um, do you think it's it's a good decision from GGG to introduce another crafting method when the uh, a large portion of the community doesn't aren't even interested in learning the ones that exists? I also have a question. You said they have a lot of good faith with you. Did you lose some with this? Actually, that's for everybody. Did you lose good faith? Did you actually, like... I'm not going to lie, I actually lost a little. I'm confident that GGG are incapable of uh, balancing minions in a healthy way. And if that's because of communication within the teams themselves, or if it's because of uh, other reasons, I don't know. Because I called out a lot of the issues prior to the release, and I was mm-hmm. told that it was playtested and it felt fine for them, and I should just play test it. And guess what? I tested it. <laughs> but you liked it, right? That's what I heard. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Good faith. Was it lost? Um, <sighs> from my perspective, no, I don't think so. It's it's always been the same thing, and I think that it's people should be uh, careful with criticism GGG for things like the testing things. That is out of their comfort zone or out of the ordinary because when it's successful, the entire community praises them saying, yo, so cool. GG, they're taking a risky step and they're, mm-hmm. they're trying something new and oh, they yeah. made it. They, it was good. It was successful. But as soon as they do it and it's not a good thing, they get 3.19 reactions instead. Yeah. And I don't lose faith in it. I think it's admirable that they keep doing this with the risk of receiving this type of lashback. So I think, no, I did not lose faith in them. I think it's really good that they keep up with doing these tests because eventually, we, if we don't get these type of um, impactful, out-of-the-box kind of approach changes, then the game will inevitably turn very dull. And I, so I think that uh, I think it's a, it was a good decision to try something like this, but uh, it could have been made better or play-tested it better. But again, I mean, yeah. So I don't So them trying new and weird things 
even when they don't work, is never going to remove my goodwill. The, the fact that this league came out in this state didn't burn goodwill with me. But I did, I did get goodwill very much burned a little bit later in the league when there was a post from Chris on Reddit saying, we run, ran a 1,000 map test and these are the numbers that happened and it's actually better than before. And then also made a post uh, saying, um, I don't know where these numbers came from where juiced content is only dropping like 5% of the amount of loot, but this has been very harmful to communities' opinions or something like that, right? And it was, and the post was saying it's actually oh, the exact opposite of that. The audio is muted. It's people just cat. The audio is muted. That's what people are it's, saying in chat. Yeah, it was, like, it was just cat. cat. Oh, it's just oh, cat master? As always, yeah. when I say something good, I'm muted. No, I muted oh, myself. Oh, my God. Yeah. You okay, just sorry. spilled out like a 9,000 IQ comment oh. chat, so you all missed it. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. so, so my problem is that those posts mm-hmm. were a premium example of literal gaslighting. That is not true. Yeah. They're not true. It's provably mm-hmm. not true. Um, the only way in which they could have possibly ran that 1,000 test and returned those results, as far as I can tell, unless someone can come up with a better idea, is that they ran 1,000 white maps with no atlas tree in the previous state and this current state. If you were to do no points in your atlas and not elk your maps at all, and you were to run a thousand of both, then the current system would actually look slightly better. But that's not the reality and that's not how people play. The entire post is wrong. And that bit was, I'm one of the people that put out a video with like spreadsheets and data that backed up our in-game experiences. These weren't, mm. these weren't like numbers I pulled out of thin air. Uh, these were experiences we actually had, things we could see in-game, and then me going, it can't possibly that be that bad. It must not be that bad. This must be me imagining it. And then pulling out spreadsheets, which is not something I do. I'm not a spreadsheet gamer. I don't do that sort of shit. I hate it. It's annoying. But I did it anyway to try and disprove myself. To try and be like, no, this experience that we're all having mustn't be as bad as I think it is. And then the numbers worked out to almost exactly what we said it was. And then we're like, well, okay, so I can see what's happened. It is exactly this. And then we got a post from GDG saying, I don't even know where those numbers came from. That doesn't make any sense. It was actually the exact opposite of that. It's actually better now. And that's just not true. And that's the bit that made me lose a little bit of faith. That those posts there, mm-hmm. if, they, if that was instead of post being like, wow, we had no idea how much this would affect stacking mechanics and, and, and proper endgame juice, um, that was well outside of what we thought it was going to be. And we're gonna, we, we'll look into it, but we're not going to change it this league. And we're just, it's too much to change this league. We'll be working on it next league. I would have been like, all right, cool. No problem. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They posted, it was the way it was posted. what I yeah. consider wrong information um the information i feel like they should have access to to. they they shouldn't be making wrong statements like that and i don't know how to i don't know how to i don't know how to get 
this company that I've loved that I feel like has been honest to me for a decade. Right. And then that statement that doesn't make any sense, that's the exact opposite of what I perceive as the truth and put them together. And that's caused me a bit of a problem. Yeah. Yep. That is actually the one part where I am struggling with the good, the, the, the good faith loss as well. It was just that statement. There are so many things in that statement and so many things about the patch notes that didn't make any sense when it came to Arch Nemesis balance and testing, as well as the way that loot dropped, et cetera, uh, and how they tested that, that really... I was shocked. Like, I felt like uh, GGG has made some very unpopular decisions before, enough to have people be immensely mad at them, but not to... Uh, the, but they've never told us our experience was wrong, right? Yeah, and they ne- I feel like they've never just outright kind of... They've, they've omitted the truth. They admitted the truth and said, oh, it's not that bad, right? And that's, that, I'm just like, why would they do that? <laughs> because it's just something that I, I've never experienced from them. I've read a lot of unsavory patch notes. Remember 3.15? That was the only recent unsavory one, <laughs> right? Yeah, but uh, even just, in the past when they've done stuff we're yeah. unhappy with, yeah, they've never told me I was wrong. Exactly. They've told me we have vision for where we want the game to be and this is the right Mm -hmm. direction and that has always led me to be like okay well I've always trusted you in the past Mm -hmm. so I'll trust you now and then from 3.15 which most people dislike the patch notes it was only the half of it and then in Mm 3.16 the other half of that what in my opinion should have been the same patch happened and everything got way better right and you were like oh I see where they were going with 3.15 now because 1.6 1.6 came out and it was the other half and you're like, oh, I see. I see why they've done this. This now gels, right? And so they've always, even when they've made me unhappy with lists of changes, they've always said something along the lines of, we have an idea where this is going. Trust us. And mm-hmm. eight, and 10 years worth and of experience has led me to say, okay, well, you know better than I do. I believe this will go in a good direction. And then... Mm-hmm. Later on down the line, you see that come to fruition. And they're like, oh, exactly. I see where they were going with that. It did work out. This league, they made a post saying, your experience is wrong. That's not happening. It's actually the opposite. And that was just, uh, that's not true. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to derail us here, but I was just so curious about how you guys felt about it because I was so... It's a great topic. It was the first time, right? For me, it really was the fact that the the moment that was the worst for me was the moment when Chris made that long post on, on, I think, was it the first league of the week, what we're working on, something like that. And I just felt that he was making a lot of good points and providing a lot of good perspectives, but just not addressing the most important things. And the same way, I feel like we, we still don't know, like right now with Calandra, sure, there's like upcoming changes that have been announced, but overall I'm given the impression that they think it's okay, where the player base, mostly that people that I've talked to say it's not okay, it's not worth running. Yeah. And there's just this huge discrepancy between how they view the game and how we perceive the game right now Mm -hmm. in those systems 
not just the the league league mechanics specifically, but also uh, some of the the loot issues. And that's not a problem. There's always been a different in perspective, but like this time, the first time, and especially with Chris Post, I had no idea where they even wanted to be. I like I was not even like sure that they want investment into the maps to be worth it. I was not yeah. even sure whether they like whether they want diminishing returns past a certain point where you're like, okay, you're allowed to put like two scarabs and like put uh, one sextant or something like that, but then like beyond that it's <laughs> it's not going to be as efficient as before or something like that. It was just I have no idea where they want it to be. And I I'm a wor- I'm worried that they think that it's fine right now where like a lot of people that I've talked to just would disagree and think it's not fine. Dude, I love the dystopian idea of them saying, all right, you get two sextants. After that, you lose the loot. You're like, what? (laughs) Well, not not lose, but like the third sextant wouldn't be worth as much as the first or second, (laughs) which which does make sense because like, I don't know, like there's diminishing returns in other places of the game. Gazzy, please. Uh, I think that we need to remember and keep in mind that we are so fucking spoiled uh, after all these 100%, years. 100%. We're so spoiled. Brewing. Even, even 3.19, which in my personal opinion, as a gamer, not as a content creator, but as a gamer, this is the worst league I have ever played in this game. And I enjoyed 3.15 tons 100% of it. 100% agreed. Uh, and that's, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, that, that's my personal opinion. And, you know, similar to to you guys have been here for a very long time. Mm. Despite that, this game is still the best ARPG on the market. And that's saying yeah. something. It's saying something about the state of the ARPG market. things to play. Yeah. And? No. I, I, actively, I actively went to play other games. Because yeah. I was like, I am having, at best, half the amount of fun playing PoE that I've ever had in the past. 50% of my fun is gone. And I actively went looking for other games. And after like less than a week, I ended up back and I was like, okay, so half the fun in PoE is still five times better than any other game I can play. And I was like, that's, uh, there's just nothing, there isn't but anything else. Well we are. Like, we it really used to are be spoiled. ten times as fun, and now it's only five times as fun. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't make it okay. It just no. means it's still beating everyone well, else, but by a margin way lower than it used to. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say like I have. Still... No, please, you go. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, we're definitely spoiled. <laughs> go ahead. I was just gonna say, I'm having slightly more fun than last league, but there's it's a complicated issue. It's like mostly me going back to HCSSF and me craving for a little bit more punishing experience and a little bit more grindy and a justification to spend a lot of time in in white maps and yellow maps as I enjoy the gauntlet and stuff like that. And in, in that sense, it's been great for a subjective experience for me. But I do get dragged down when I look at my guild and I see that like most people are not playing this league. Right, last league in Softcore Trade, we had so many like guild interactions and like chat was always active we'd always do like six-man party chayula breach uh sharing and and all that stuff it was super fun i even thought about hey maybe this league even though i intend to play mainly hcssf i'll make a softcore trade character why not it's going to take me like 10 20 hours I, i'm doing that in a couple of days right and then i have a character to to hop on and, and share content with the other guys but there's just almost no incentive for me to do that because barely anyone is playing and that's just one of the many factors where I feel like, you know, the, the, the negativity is compounding and, and it's not just the, the first hand effects, but it's the second hand and third hand effects of the, 
or the thing that that's dragging down things. The game itself, honestly, for me personally, and I do respect what Balor says, and I can totally see it because your playstyle got hit the hardest. But like for me personally, the game itself is not that much worse. It's like, yeah. But you said you wanted to have a more challenging or punishing. Sorry, not challenging. No, I I, I don't say I want one. I said I enjoy one. <laughs> I, I, and you do don't not feel that the current state of the league, even in trade league, is more in line with the idea of hard mode than anything else. In the yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm having slightly more, more, more fun personally. But I, I do acknowledge that overall there is problems, right? Like I can enjoy the state of the game and still acknowledge that there, there are things that I would have done differently, right? Because I want the game to be fun for everyone, not just for me. Fair enough. Oof. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 the best ARPG out there, and it's just crazy. It's like Bala said, the the idea that it's the margin is so much lower now than before to me feels crazy. But uh, it's again because we are so spoiled with this amazing mm. game that we have. And then again, a lot of people also need to keep in mind, especially when it comes to streamers and content creators in general talking about these topics. We, most of us, have played this game for many, 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 many years. And when we are raising our voices or getting frustrated mm -hmm. or angry or sad, it stems from a very, very hot, burning passion. Yes. I was about to say something really stupid, but for the wow. game. <laughs> Sometimes deep I have desires. to censor myself and keep things in my head. Holy shit. <laughs> deep desires. Hot, burning, passionate desires that are so deep and passionate. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure I can. <laughs> What's the next topic? Uh, uh, <laughs> lake. We haven't talked about the lake at all, other than yeah. that, like people perceive it as not rewarding. Have you done any lake farming, Gazzy? Uh, I started it, and then I realized that it's uh, it's worse than mapping. And then I said, fuck this. And then they Just passed it. I, yeah, and I tried it, and it was worse than mapping. And then I stopped. And then I realized that if I buy the Reflections of Calander tier 13 or higher, or difficulty 13 or higher, then I can smack my crafts for fun. So I did that a few times and then I stopped. I haven't touched the, the lake uh, ever since. Any good outcomes? One out of 50. Not two, actually. Seems fair. Not bad. Yeah, this it, it's also like I'm waiting for mods. Like I need, I need like one or two negative mods at best. on those. It's, it's, the odds are not in my favor. Patch this week. Mm. It'll be good, I swear. Yeah, I'm I actually mean, looking forward to that because I, I want to engage with the lake mechanics. I mean, the, I'm looking forward to the patch and hopefully I'll have more fun. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I have a they... full of lakes to run. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Didn't, they, uh, didn't they do like a similar thing with Beast League where like people were just so upset with it that they just went in the end of the league, fuck it, and then every beast just dropped like a screen full of rares? And uh, in the same way, I think Synthesis towards the end also got really good and really rewarding. I really hope that they come through with one more patch that just makes it a crowd pleaser and that makes everyone who's still playing, and that's not a lot of people, and a lot of people who already stopped are not going to come back just because the lake all of a sudden is worth running, right? There's other issues 
shoes that mm. they have that they've been burned on. And they're probably coming back. I mean, a lot of people are probably coming back for 3.20, but I think as far as 3.19 is concerned, there's very little that they can do to bring people back. But, uh, as far as the on, like the people who still play, I think it would go a long way if all of a sudden the, the lake would be the best thing that you can do in the league and that you'd actually chase, be chasing the lakes and going for them. That, that's something that I really want to see. And like, one last thing I want to say about this. I just hate this, this, hanging in the air and not knowing is there any buffs coming to the lake or is there not because I feel like I don't want to run my legs because I'd be missing out if then the buff comes but I kind of want to run them even though they're not worth it just to learn them and to to, to interact with I mean that's the one thing that makes the league different from vanilla right but yeah I I want them to make no more changes after the patch that's coming right now that they've already like I want, I, want I want that chain. I want that patch to be so good that they don't have to make any other changes. I I don't even care if it's worth it or not. At this point, stop working on it. And this whole league was so bad. Just work on the next league. Just make it. Better I don't again. agree with that at all. I like people need to keep in mind that like okay for for us that goes crazy. That makes sense. Mm. Fuck it. Move on. We'll be back. You know. But we have to keep in mind that. Casual players, I mean, there are a lot of people that are not in red tier maps. They're pretty yep. far away from red tier maps. It's a month into the league. They're not even in red yep. tier maps yet. That's the kind of people that needs the attention. They, they need to get those things sorted to enjoy the game they're playing. Like, just because most of us that are playing in this uh, call here, in this podcast, is able to do red tier maps within the first uh, 8 hours, 10 hours of a league or whatever, or if you know, that, that's different, but we have to keep in mind that as people with vastly more experience than the majority of the player, uh, player base, doesn't mean that we should promote the idea of, hey, stop working on it, it's fine, focus on 320, make sure that's better. Because this league is far from over, and a lot of people are, are far from done with this league. And I think that they need to think about that. that that's my opinion. Like, uh, I know I think you, you're right. we don't always agree with things. No, but... I think you're right. I changed my mind. <laughs> like, so I changed my mind. Those are good uh, points. Uh, I it feels over to me. It feels like the end of third month, but mm. you're right. It's it's not, and there are a ton of people not there yet. I know there are a ton of people, there are people in chat just talking about wanting to look at getting their second or their third and fourth watchstones still, like every day. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, you're, you're right, services. there's a ton of people that aren't even at the stage we're disappointed with yet. Mm. So if they if they fix the bit that we're disappointed with before those people get there, they'll still have a great experience. I mean, I, I had the same problem with, with the crafting <laughs> issues, all the negative feedback. I wanted to make videos on it. I wanted to realize no one's going to fucking care because no one's crafting, but you know, maybe 100 people in the entire game is crafting right now. So I have to wait till more people get into it and they see the problems and be like, now I can talk about it because now people know what the fuck I'm saying. But I mean, we have to keep that in mind as content creators as well. As, well, not just content creators, but players in general. I know that's very popular on, uh, on Reddit as well for people to complain and complain and complain. And then, you know, then they, they are confused when people are not agreeing. Uh, but if they wait a week, two weeks, and they say pay, post the same post, suddenly a lot of people are going to uh, agree with them because now they've experienced that problem as well. I also so I think it's had that problem... I probably wasn't even aware that that was a, a, a way to do things until this league. Because I had that problem a lot. I was talking about, right in, right in week one, I was talking about how bad this was for everyone. 
and I got a lot of the like one percent are complaining arguments. Whereas like whenever I'm super vocal about something, I'm always trying my very best to do it as how I think it'll affect the game in a whole and how I think it affects the majority of the player base, not me specifically. I'm always happy if me specifically as a gamer gets hurt in a way that benefits most of the community. That's what I would want. Because like, no matter what you do to me, I'm a degenerate no-life gamer. I will figure it out. I'll make enough money. I'll make whatever I need to make, right? Like it's not. Mm. But because I was complaining like on day three, I was getting a lot of pushback of like, what are you even complaining about? Like, it's not even, everything's great. It's all better. And then like three weeks later, and I'm getting the same people who were telling me off being like, I see now this is actually not great. I'm, I've made it to this end game red maps. I've finished my Atlas now. And now I don't have the things that I wanted before don't exist. And now I've made more money than I've ever made in the past. Like this is from like super casual people from my chat being like, I've made more money than I've ever made in the past, but then when I go to buy things, I can't afford anything at all because everything is too expensive, right? Mm. And so now we're just like getting into the area where a lot more people are are starting to be like, oh, I, I see, I'm seeing the problems. Well, look at Aegis Aurora, for example. What is it, 14 divines or something last I checked? Yeah. Last league at this <laughs> point of the league, it was 7 to 8 with the possibility of re-rolling numerical values with divine orders. Can't do that right now because that's super expensive. So now it's even worse, right? And that's the direct result of not enough people in the one percent player category juicing up maps and dropping tons of uniques. Nah, that's, that's because Gwenin. That. That's because Gwenin got effed in the A, and nobody can just easily get it. All right, that's what happened. It's not Gwenin. It's dude. You know how much <laughs> you know that Gwenin doesn't give nothing anymore. She doesn't give nothing. She got so ruined. You know how many Aegis Aurora's I got off Gwenin last league compared to this league? How, how many? I haven't even I haven't even effed with her this league. Last how league, many did you get last I, league? I, like two. That's like good, two? dude. Like so, two. So I, three I, hours I never, worth of mapping. So I never f with Gwenin because I hate her. And she knows Listen, it, so she doesn't give me nothing. Okay, so the fact that I nothing. So the fact that I, who barely mess with her, managed to get something relatively easy with minimal investment, and now it's like okay. So that's you're why about what it's affected cheaper. the market, and I was dropping that's, four to well, six a day. Yeah, mapping. you're dropping four to six a day, but I listen. I'm talking about I'm talking about simple gambles <laughs> for people who are simple, not giga charges right. like. But you. you're not. You're talking about market value. Yeah, I'm saying that there was a lot more on the market because you had a lot more opportunities to grab them. You were getting six a day. Gwen was handing them out like hotcakes. It was way easier. Right, it was uh, way like the amount that came from Gwenin is like was a high. drop in the ocean comparatively look at, look at to how the much, juices. Look at how ridiculous it is to get things from her now. All right, people, yeah, people do gamble with Gwenin. They yeah, do. It, they do gamble and with Gwenin, I mean, but even I mean, last league's I mean, Gwenin is like a drop compared to what juices were dropping. Well, it's nothing. It's an irrelevant amount market-wise. When we talk about how it's affecting the market. Gwen and I'm talking about I'm well I'm not talking about the market as a whole I'm talking about the like the lower the lower tier the very simple I need a little bit of money oh I got Gwenin's oh god here's some quick cash that was really easy I didn't get a bunch of trash rolls on it within my hour of Gwenin or whatever right like you actually get something worth money now you don't 
Now you just don't. But I also want to say that I effing love that divines are, you can't uh, uh, easily spend your divines on on making your your item perfect. And now the more perfect it is, the more it's worth. Like, like I mean, I like that. I just like yeah. As much I as feel I like a lot of that as a gamer, I still believe that that change alone is actually good for the game. Like, I it, genuinely yeah. believe that that's good for the game. Tell us tell I us why. It, you already mentioned it earlier. Still, you hate it? Yeah. I, I think that, like, the idea that you drop a unique has always been it's trash it, and, or it's really good, no matter the rules. Just the item itself. Now you can find an item, and it, even if it's a trash item, if it's good rules, that can still be a little bit of money. And if you get a good item, yeah. that can be worth a big chunk of money. But if that yeah. motherfucker's yeah. perfect... That's a big, big chunk. Like I yeah. got a perfect Aegis Aurora on my on my mirror character, and that's that. You know, that's big, right? Buying that, fuck you, the, the hell no, I'm not gonna buy another one. Like that's crazy, right? And those things, I like that because it makes me enjoy looting the goddamn item off the ground. I would mm. even look at mediocre uniques because if the roll's good, yep. suddenly it's worth my time lo looting it. Yep. And I yep. never had that before. And I think that's good for the game. Yep. It's good for the players, that, both at the top end and the casual players. Yep. And something that is that universally good, I like it. I also do, as a player, dislike the idea that I can fix my rest by just smacking a couple of divines. Because now, I still do it. But it's also oh only God. because I have a stupid amount of currency. And oh I mean, God, I, that, that's know. not good. I, right? tried to divine my, I tried to divine my belt. Because I needed more strength. I had a, like a tier one uh, or a tier two. I don't know which one this is. But I had 46 strength on my belt and I needed like a couple more strength. And so I divined it. Had the exact same 46 roll. But oh. the life the life oh. went up from 93 to 99. So I was kind of, okay, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> I, I didn't want to buy a 30% quality Ashes of the Stars to my dominating blow build because I needed exactly 30% quality on the Ashes. So I bought the shittiest one and I divined a perfect one. Now that was beautiful. I yeah. loved it. That was that was crazy feeling. And it then we never like had a crazy that moment. It was like, yo, this is good. I didn't have to spend another, you know, five exalters to get more divines to do it. But that felt good. But nowadays, that might be in the past, that wouldn't have been as exciting. So I, I think genuinely that the divine exalts changes has and still is requiring this adjustment period that we're in. But I firmly believe that that change actually is better for the game in general because it adds value to uniques. And that's something we've always complained about. Trash uniques on the ground, nobody wants to look yeah. at them. Everybody's complaining about loot drops. Now that we finally get something that can, in many cases, for quite a few items, actually impact the value because of the dropped uh, modifiers, uh, numerical values on them, I think that's a good thing. I don't think we should complain too much about it and rather actually give them praise for the change. Even gold rims can be worth picking up now. Yeah. Even this far into the league. Yeah. If you get like even a 38 gold rim, it's like 15C. If you get a 40 gold rim, it's like really? actually worth money. I'm yeah. going to look it up right now. If you get, like, oh if my gold God. rims base are 5C still. Which like, what? okay, I'm not going to make what? a 5C trade. <laughs> are you serious? I'm not going to, but somebody else will. But Dude, someone will make a five C trade. Um, so it was uh, like three, three days ago C's, when I had right. to buy one. But yeah, yeah. they were <laughs> they're like they're like five C still for gold room. Like that's that's uh, wild. Thirty eighth all rest is four chaos up to five. <laughs> Look for forties. Forties twenty C. What uh -huh. the fuck? It's actually uh -huh. worth looting. Well, I'll do a twenty C trade. 
Dude, this is what I'm saying. Cause like I don't want to do trades around the you know below 10 C or something at this point in the league. Normally, what I tell people is try to avoid 5C trades unless you're really broke. But this, I would never touch a gold room. But this league, I, I wouldn't until I heard you talk about it and actually checked it. Now I will start uh -huh. looting gold rooms if I find one because it was I'm, a good roll. I'm that's picking money. up gold rooms off the floor. That's new. I haven't done that before. Yeah, that that's great. But yeah. Vel, do you, did you have like a feels good man divine story? You had like a really like tingly hands just a second ago. Like you wanted to say something. I have no idea. Dude. All right. Then, <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure that that you didn't get no uh, that you didn't no. get buried. But um, what do I no, want to say? I, I don't know how these people can be the same people, right? Like Gazi and Balor, on the one hand, saying that it's bad that there is not an excess of uniques generated by these like high end farming groups, and that is bad for the casual player. And then at the same time, saying that it's good for the casual player because they can make now money with sales because the items aren't completely ruined in value because those but farming groups don't no, exist. No, 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 you're misunderstanding. Yeah, me. It's a different on Goldrim and 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 and, um, and Aegis because Aegis obviously is an item that way more people wear for wear for a way longer time than Goldrim. Goldrim is something you equip and then you put it off again. Aegis is something you equip and you never put on another shield afterwards. But uh, you misunderstand me what I'm saying because I think that the the juicers generating tons of lowers the prices of uniques in general what i'm talking about being good for the casuals is the the change from exalts to divines because no one with his right mind will use divine orbs on the gear to re-roll the numerical values that right. i think is a good change not the fact that there's not enough uniques i think that that's fine and of course that would lower the price but juicers in maps in the way it worked before 3.19 they wouldn't loot gold rims worth 20 chaos if it hit 40% roll, if that was the change in the past league. They wouldn't do that. They, they loot the big stuffs. They don't have room in their inventories in those yeah. groups before 3.19. Not even just groups. Like, my, my, all my MFing stuff was solo. I'd, even, even, if I, even if you guaranteed me in that setup that every gold rim would be 40%, they'd still be hidden on my filter because 20C doesn't take up inventory slots. There's a very different... Like situations, right? Like twenty C yeah. is not worth four slots in my inventory. That's not yeah. Not in those sort of maps. 9, uh, before three point nineteen, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. my point being is that I think that the exalted divine change is good because it actually makes unique items attractive to touch. But in the current state of the league, you know, it's a bit different because when it comes to the unique uh, access, when it comes to to um, supply is different. But what I was saying, like I said before, is that because of numerical values that increases the attractiveness of a lot of items, which I think is fun and enjoyable for all types of players, you know, the one percenters or the cash, it doesn't matter. It's enjoyable. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to get out there and say it. Hot take, not hot take. I'm glad that group mapping shit is dead. So glad. <laughs> Um, I I don't think that anybody should be. I am. I am. I like they've had it for so long. They've known for so long that they this was gonna uh, using all that quantum. Nah, good's gone. I'm I don't think it's. it's I don't think it should be how dead. Anyone, how anyone can sit there with a straight face and just say I'm glad that other people aren't having fun drives me mental. Well, it's not like that. They're having fun is like just something separate from other people. It is definitely no. having an impact on the economy and an impact on the game. Yeah, exactly. You That's can't say that it's isolated. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like Am we're I... saying those people, they're not supposed to have fun. Yeah. That, that's, that's no one is saying that. Exactly. But that, it is though. No, 
I'm not saying that about them. I'm saying that about the playstyle. I'm glad that playstyle is dead. And I'm sorry if you're not having fun anymore. When I don't have fun with this game, I'll move on. That's just how it is. It's just, it's born from this place of people thinking that group MFing is suddenly the best way to make money. It's, it's always like been the best not. way it's to make money. It's never been the best way to make it money. It has actually been a super ridiculous way to make money for so long, man. For it so has long. Never been the best for way to make money. Years. It has never. been okay, like the best way to make money for the groups who have then top control of the market because they have all the bulk materials. No. Yes. Oh, if, if you took any endgame juicing MF team, which are not teams of six people, they're usually teams no, of I nine to 12 yep, people. I know because they have traders and this and that yep. and it takes hours and things like that. If you like took that, those that nine to like, 12 people, any, any yep. league, any league, if you took those nine to 12 people and said absolutely no group play, everyone go play individually. But they still played with the same amount of planning, vigor, and time that those players spent doing their group stuff. And then at the end of their two-week little session that they normally do as a group, but they each played individually with no party play at all, and then they pooled and split all yep. of their money at the end, they would each individually have four to five times the amount of total currency that they have playing as a group in Group MF. That is, that is not a question. That's not a thing. That's done. Like, like that's, that's done as in that's there are the individual that's players already who already do is. that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's okay, how guys. it is. Okay. Meaning um, group MFing was never the best way. Those players were taking right, a loss wait, Gazzy, in profit to have fun. Uh, Gazzy doesn't take Okay. Um, as someone who has a fun goal in trying to push up and making 100 mirrors in a league, I, I would arguably say that I have pretty good experience in what the best ways to make currency in this game is. And it is mm-hmm. not magic fine grouping. No, not it even never has close. The it's not even remotely close. to make currency. The top three magic fine grouping is on third place. The first one is flipping. The first and the second oh, one is profit flipping. crafting. Bro. I make profit. I can solo make between one and two mirrors a day profit crafting. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we're a comparing day. actual like things to, to like actual farm, like actual playing content. Obviously, and I, I don't mean disrespect to that point. That that's absolutely very true to point out that crafting and flipping has always been the most profitable thing in the game. But that's not like that doesn't compete in terms of like what do six men people do with their time and they want to play the game and have fun. Right. It, 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 so I mean, next, that's not. No one would consider that fun. Money is boss boss rush. Um, boss carries. Drop a ton of mage if bloods. Get a bunch if of you're uh, an, mage blood cards. Do a bunch if you're of doctor an runs, individual do of person this. doing boss running and selling your boss services. You will make more money than each individual person from an MF team will make after they split by a significant margin. Not sure about Just, that though. Um, it's probably not five times, like five times the amount. You have to be crafting and flipping. But you will still make more than an individual split if you're selling boss selling services. I'm I, mostly I did, talking uh, about like the first two weeks here where it like... In the currently, like, the current state of the league, I, I charge the same amount as the cheapest ones on TFT, which is 50c per kill. And I do six-man fear, six-man and Uber Elder and all that with a build right now. Like Path of Math used to do back in the days before it got banned, uh, and so I, I've done that. And the the profit to that six to eight hours a day, it's like fifteen thousand chaos. That's less than a hundred divines. 
That's not much money. I, I, I would I would argue that you're charging pretty low. I am, but I'm not doing yeah. it for the currency. It's like if I want to make currency, yeah. I would be flipping or crafting. Like if you have a community anything. thing and I just wanted to make my currency back from buying the, the orbs. That is, I will have to say this though, that amount of currency is a fuckload of currency for a lot of people in the community. It really is a stupid amount of currency. All I'm saying, I, I personally wouldn't say that that currency generating from doing that can compete with MF carry, uh, MF grouping, uh, sorry, and uh, flipping or crafting. Because those are the so top three ways of making currency. But again, we're talking someone, about like very tippity top of the mountain, the yeah, one percent players someone, making tons of money. Someone who wasn't a content creator, who just had a very good TFT rating, can and do charge 80 chaos instead of 50 and still fill up their parties. You do it when you do it at 50 because it's cheaper for people. And the idea is just to get more people in and allow more people to have access to the service because you're not there purely to turn it into as much profit as possible. But if you were purely turning it into as much profit as possible, you'd be making, what, 60 70% more than you currently do? If you were actively just trying to make the most amount of money possible and not trying to do it as a service. Bro. I don't charge. I'm talking week one to week two build. out of that, by the way. Not then right now they're not worth seventy money. to eighty chaos. They're they're only worth a lot like that at the beginning when very few people can do it. I'm just knowing big money if y'all are charging for that. I'm just like, yeah, all right. Give me like one C since it's my time. Yeah, but you're not running five hundred people a day. No, because why why would I? I don't want yeah, to, but, you know. No, I don't want <laughs> to do it either. It's just that there's so many people that want the service. And I usually, like I mentioned before, Path of Math used to do it. Since we don't have any content creator that is supplying this type of service as a streamer, I decided to just help out the community by doing it. And I just wanted to charge whatever the cheapest in TFT is, which is about 50C for most of them. So I, I did, took the I cheapest didn't know. price. Yeah. I, like, I never do. I never make money this way. And I'm like, shit, I'm undervaluing my... But yeah, I mean, we're talking time. about like a lot of the a lot of the the discussions right now is mostly around one percent player base, and I think that sure it's a fun topic to go through, but I also think that we need to keep in mind that you know this only we're only talking about something that very few people in the game are doing. And when I say fifteen thousand chaos, like that wasn't much money compared to other ways of generating currency. Fifteen thousand chaos in a day. That is a lot of fucking money. That's more currency than most people you make. That's a crazy amount. even be having that much currency in a day, in my opinion. That's way too much. I'm, I'm not kidding. I come from a very... I've told you I'm a fucking boomer. I come from a very old school way of thinking. I think that's way too much. I think that the quantity has gotten completely out of hand. The amount of money that people make has gotten completely out of hand. But I'm old. All right? And I like... I don't mind the old way. Okay? I still make money the way I, like, it's still, you know, I'm just, I, 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 I just have a different view on these, on this, in this case, because I, I don't think that you should be making that much money a day. And I don't think that groups of six people should be getting 10 mage bloods a day or, or multiple apothecary sets and so on. On I know they put in a lot of effort, but I still don't think that you should get that. But again, I think, I'm old. I think we'd all agree with opinion, like the absolute amount of like wealth that was generated by the MF groups that I was a little bit over the top. But as a more general thing, Vel, do you think it should be rewarded in terms of item returns if you run in a full man party over like running solo? 
I think that, yeah, there should be a level of reward for that. I think experience could be one of them, um, not just, you know, doing five ways. Um, I do think that they should get something more. But, I mean, party play in itself is kind of what a dog should is. So, you know, they just doing that alone should probably give them some reward, right? But um, to me, I feel like Path, Path of Exile is more of a solo game right now. Like, just more is I, I have to agree with some of the stuff community. that you're saying Valina. i really do because i think i've never been a big fan of party play i really haven't like the way I, I do party play i really do i do it every league i have a team that's working that's how we generate the, the, the stupid amount of currency that i can't do that much myself to craft the mirror like, we have a team working mm-hmm. we also work together with another team that's completely mm-hmm. mental in the way they make currency it's crazy mm-hmm. um and i mean again it's one percent stuff but Mm-hmm. I've never liked the idea that playing uh, playing party in Path of Exile, the only way you can do that in a reasonable way to actually make it worth everyone's time is to do the MF grouping. Yeah, I yeah. would love there to be a reason for people to play in party that would 100%. be beneficial for everyone involved and have fun because that's not mm-hmm. something that's catered to. Party playing Path of Exile yeah. is magic fine group or you're not doing it at all. You're, you're just losing currency compared to just running the stuff yourself instead. And that, in my opinion, is kind of sad. So what you're saying, I have to agree with a lot of it. Uh, I'm not sure if it should be completely removed, but that no. has more to do with market and how the market works. And that's something I'm very personally very active in. But it's mm-hmm. like I said before, like a lot of those discussions that we have right now is in a situation where we um, are talking about 1% player stuffs. And again, I think that most people that are watching this on stream now or watching this on YouTube later will not really have a full understanding of it and just see it as elitism or, you know, all of those things when, when we're talking about these type of stuff. And it's like, it's like I mentioned before, I think it's more important that GGD caters to the casual players rather than to the 1% players. Because I, like I said before, we've gotten so much aspirational content that the vast majority of the community will never even experience. And we have oh, so yeah. much to do. So like take a step back and we just need to focus or we, we I want GGD to take a step back and focus on helping the casuals you know, get tutorials on things that needs to be explained, elaborated on, get them to yes. get more information and, and knowledge in the game and have more fun with the game. Because right now, it's seemingly, I can't speak for them because I'm not a casual player, obviously, but it's seemingly based on information I've received in chat, information we've seen on Reddit and criticism all over the fo- uh, floor, as well as the idea of all the player, the, the player retention being so bad as it is right now. It seemingly seems that it's going. It's in a situation where the casual players are simply not happy with the current state of the game. Yeah. Can like how about fixing that? Because if they fix that, everyone's going to benefit from it. One percent players, casual players alike. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. I also it's, like uh, to. Oh yeah, please go, for, go ahead. ahead if you have a a full on no, response ahead, to that. No, no, no. You go first. You had what something to say? Oh, I was just going to say. <sighs> With a game like this, I don't know if party play is ever going to be friendly because of the variety, the vast, like, you see this guy, he's got 800% move speedy zooming, and you're like, I'm picking up currencies, right? And, like, that's all you can do with him because this guy is just, it's really hard to make a nice six-man synergistic group of everybody feeling equal, whereas in, like, a place like, you know, in Diablo 3, you got four buttons five ideas for skills so you know like it's very it's much easier to have a more balanced gameplay in groups i would absolutely love to see an actual really uh, cohesive party play with some reward to them i the party play i'm talking about you guys know it's 
it's not the ones who want to just play with their friends um, or whatever. It's the people that min-max their party play to the most extreme extremes, you know? But, uh, and, and have been doing so for many years and making a lot of cash off that. Therefore, I don't know. Okay, Martin my take is I've done I've done party play in software trade, and aside from the fact that it's uh, obviously effort to coordinate, and mm-hmm. based off of that alone, it should be like somewhat more rewarding in some uh, instances than doing like six man party solo, right? Like uh, doing everyone doing their own solo content all six people together in the map and doing it at the same time should be slightly more rewarding. But I also think that it like, it really, the performance really suffers from party play. The visibility hurts. The game is just arguably, it puts a lot more strain on you. It, It drains your focus more. It's like, it's just not as fun to play party for a number of reasons. And I don't want that. And obviously people still did it, right? Not just because of the fun, but also because it was worth it to some degree. Maybe not as worth it as other strats, but like the ratio between fun and rewards, right? And what I want is that they'd rather make it more fun and more accessible to play in party for people, right? And to, to bring that down a little bit, that it's less obnoxious and, and more something that you can easily do. And then maybe it doesn't have to be, uh, doesn't have to be super more rewarding. It still have to be a little bit more rewarding than it is right now. It'd have to be worth it for people to get together. But yeah, I, I just love to reduce the friction and the, the pain that party play is. And, and then, you know, that the, the doesn't need to be especially incentivized by rewards at that point. I think that's that's one perspective, and maybe either the Deathcore crashed, or I made a point that was such such a good point, or so disagreeable that everyone decides to shut up. I, was <laughs> I think doing a... we're also going for super long, so let's make this the last point, and uh, yeah, go for it, Mel. Oh no, no, I was just I was just thinking along with what you were saying about about party play. It's like, yeah, I can, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The performance, I was thinking to myself, with the performance issues, <laughs> that's only going to change if they slow down the game immensely, the thing that we don't want. I mean, we also have to keep in mind that uh, there's an interesting topic to lead that into. I'm not sure how much you want to dwell into that, with it, considering we've been going on for a while now, but it's the mm-hmm. D4, we'll have a, the app before this, we'll have a closed beta in December, an open beta in early 2023, uh, with a release mm-hmm. in, uh, sorry, with a release in, in 2023 numbers will 100% go down from Path of Exile during this time frame. And uh, with PUE2 not really on the horizon, other than that, that's going to be a topic during the ExileCon, which we'll find out more. I don't know, like, GG needs to step up the game and make sure that the, the players that they have is actually enjoying the content. And it doesn't seem like that's the case right now. Like they're, 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 No matter what the vision is or whatnot, perception is very important. And the perception that people have of the game is, is not very good right now. And there are there are competitive or game competitors on the horizon with big releases that might be something that a lot of people will look into. And you know, if they don't pull through and make sure that they have a, a trustworthy um, um, a trustworthy product that people will still believe in and wants to play and enjoy, then you know, there's there's gonna come around another big dog and swoop them off their feet, and they won't come back. So I, I think that it's rather important that. 
a lot of these issues are going to be taken care of. And I mean, I, I say this having some faith in Diablo 4 being good, but it's still Blizzard, so we'll see. But yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak Wilson for everyone else, right? Was going to yeah. knock Poe off their feet? Wilson, they're like, wow, Wilson's <laughs> going to do It's so good, man. It's absolutely, <laughs> Poe is just going to, oh, they're going to feel this pain. <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly, I want them to have competition though, because it does help put fire under asses, kind of. You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. I want them to have competent competition. I have zero confidence that Blizzard is going to be competent competition. It's maybe competition for those casual players who are looking for like a you know five to ten hours a week gameplay experience but for everyone who wants to sink hundreds and hundreds of hours every month into a game diablo 4 is not going to provide that in the long run and the people who are getting into arpgs because of diablo 4 will in the long run become path of exile players i'm, I'm convinced of that okay well I, I, have to, I have to ask you then how wouldn't you say that a casual player play around the ballpark better like the you know, just as a generalization, would play about five to ten hours a week. Wouldn't that be a pretty good description of uh, quite a few casual players? And we have to keep in mind that the vast majority of people playing Path of Exile are casual players that put five to ten hours a week. I feel would like you it's then say hours. that if that if Diablo Four then becomes a game that is better for them, that means ninety nine percent of the player base of Path of Exile. Would I wouldn't say ninety nine. I mean, GGG <laughs> yeah. has gone and, and said in the past that they do realize that the majority of their paying customer base are the people who do get to end game every game and uh, every league and who do farm that in and uh, uh, top tier content. Uh, that's why they said they they're going to add things to the end game every league now, right? This is like I. I I'd argue that most of the casual players that come and play a short amount of time are not paying customers for the most part, at least not like not the big bulk of the money coming in. I think their perception of casual players is somebody that might put in 20, 25 hours a week. Maybe. I'm not, I might be wrong. I don't have the numbers. I'm just pulling this shit out of my ass. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's such a hard statement. Yeah. But, I don't know, yeah. we'll see. I mean, I'm quite interested to see how, how it's going to go. But I, I also agree that, you know, the, the paying customers are the ones that they financially should be catering to, right? And I understand that fully. I, I get that. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying they shouldn't make the game good for newer players. Uh, just like, you know, no, gotta, no, gotta look where it, your chickens are. Don't make it pro China, though, please. Except yeah. for, except, except give me that other bag for currency, for the love of God, dude. You don't even got to give me the pet that picks shit up. Just give me the bag. For the other currency. Come on! It's not that bad, mate. Account-bound currency for crafting during quest progression is, I think, what I would like. Because that oh, helps people really cool. learn about things. And, and gives you something that you're not upset about losing. Because, you know, it's account-bound and maybe even eye-level limited and stuff like that. That's why I think Harvest did such a good job. Because there was the item-level limitation. Harvest existed before maps. And that was what really got the new players in, right? Like, the implementation after the Official Harvest League wasn't maybe that much like for the newer players. I, I don't know. But you say yeah. that yet Harvest, uh, the, the way Harvest works exactly how it works the majority of player base doesn't know an example of that would be uh ferric crafting for example and for those of you who don't know what that is that is the beast craft that adds 
a prefix or a suffix and removes the counterpart of one mod from the counterpart. That's the Ferric craft. It's Ferric Lynx Alpha and Ferric Wolf Alpha. Right. The item level of the beast dictates which type of item level of the mods that that, I, that specific beast can apply on the item. So if you have a low item level Ferric beast, the item limit, the modifier yeah. limitations of level will be based on the level of the Ferric beast itself. The majority, Absolutely. the vast majority yes. of people don't even know this. Has of course and that's another example of how mm -hmm. complex the game actually is, mm -hmm. which is something I absolutely love, but it's not very helpful yep. for a lot of players. Honestly, like, there's no tutorial sense. If we're talking about new players' experience, how about you just, when you offer them loot off your quest, give it smart loot. Come on, dude. You, yeah. you, un you look at that and you're like, I got five in on this you know it's got no run speed it's got some block earth recovery <laughs> like why why do they have to make it like yeah here's your here's your rare item it's garbage like i don't wow. know what i don't know why they do this to be yeah i like, always what felt that was doing? insulting from a lore point of view right there's this, this yeah. exile that comes and saves your town and then you give him a reward <laughs> and it's like the best item that your town has to offer and it's shit <laughs> it's like I found this and a crab was in it and then I spit on it and now it's for you. And you're like, wow, this is, I'm going to put this away in the, you want to give me some scraps. You, you, you sell it back to them yeah, and you're exactly. giving it to Exactly, you. I'll take Here, my give scraps. Me alteration shards. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, in the beginning, I always used to sell it to the other vendor in town as to not to upset the guy who gave me the item. But yeah, that's <laughs> role playing too much. Okay. Imagine how these uh, citizens in these towns must absolutely hate us. They're like, oh, they saved us. We get, we 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 got together in a in a town meeting. Oh yeah, we can give them one of these. They can choose one of these because we can't afford giving them all three chess pieces. Are yeah. they four linked? Yes, they're four linked. Great. We offered the. They can choose one of these rewards. And guess what they did? They come in the meeting like after work, the day after. They'd be like. Yo, that motherfucker Velina, she took the, the she took the energy shield chest piece. You know what she did? She sold it to me. And I had to pay her some goddamn alteration shards. That's better than me. I pick up the quest reward and half the time I don't even ID it. I just delete it from my cursor. Oh <laughs> I pick my up the God. and just tear it up in front of them and then walk away. Goodbye. It's a double-edged sword for the vendor, though, because on the one hand, he's upset that you'd sell his valuable item for that low amount of the currency that he's giving you. But on the other hand, he's acquiring the item for the low amount of currency that he's giving you. So you should be happy, actually, because he's making it. Anyway, um, just oh God, a shower thought. Terrible. But as we're <laughs> running long, and I don't really want to get to the three-hour mark for a number of reasons. Uh, number one yeah, reason, of course, being... And eat. What? I have to stream and eat. Right, yeah, I, I was going to yeah. say the same for Balor. I, I didn't think... Balor too. I, I didn't take into account your weird uh, night uh, nocturnal schedule, but like, for Balor, it's in the morning, and Balor has been waiting for his breakfast for the past uh, hour or so, probably. Oh, no. Um, okay. do, we, do we quickly want to get a, a, give a closing round? Balor, how long are you going to do the Summon uh, Raging Spirit build, and how happy have you been with it, and what are you looking forward next? Uh, I mean, I mean, as far as minion builds go, SRS is really good now, like comparatively. I don't know if that's like they're really good because all the other minion builds are really shit, <laughs> but but they're going quite well. They're going better than I expected on quite a reasonable budget. We we're only we we're only like twenty twenty five divines deep, and I feel like it can do everything. Um, I do want to I do want to really quickly 
ask Gazzy where I should bring my animate guardian because I haven't managed to get his health to move yet. And I, I'd like to kill him. Where do I go? Undoubtedly Uber Cyrus. He, he, he can't lose life right now. Where, 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 where do you back. want to send me? <laughs> Probably a chain, crit, pen, all fights. Oh, yeah. Okay, that would kill them in the Ooh. past too, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, actually, they they actually, after I spoke to the GG devs who, who was doing this, they did make a pass through X amount of fights. Apparently, the tool in maps did not have the reduced minion damage modifiers, uh, which he has in the actual areas. Uh, so they did give a, a modifier to these bosses that should have had it from the start that makes them deal less damage towards minions. But they didn't mention Veritania. So try putting him inside Veritania when she does a storm. See if she survives that. Right. If he survives right, we'll that, that, then they've on. added that mod. Because that would be if you want to kill it, try that. If he survives it, that means they've added the mod to that boss, because we never got a confirmation can, on that. He can face tank um Cirrus now. Yeah, but that's that's not very hard to do. It's uh, but like, that 16, was that was so. also doable in the past, right? Like Yeah, fine. even before the nerf or the buff to their survivability that was doable. All right. I'll take it, that's we'll it. see if I can kill him in Veritania, because that's my yeah. goal was like, I want an immortal animate guardian. Animate guardians that die are worthless, right? So yeah. <laughs> I want him immortal, and so far he looks immortal. I haven't been able to take him, get him to take any damage. I haven't so lost I want to a take single one outside of, like outside of Arch Nemesis monsters that I lost my first two ADs to. Was uh, first one was Tool next to an Executioner, and the other one was the the first one was a uh, the Greater Harbinger next to yeah. a Rejuvenation. Oh, Rejuve. Yeah. I, it took uh, me hours upon hours to figure that out. Holy shit. I can't believe I... Yeah. Poor Bob uh, and Bob too. Um, I do have a place of recommendation. Uber Cortex. Get that minus 24 pen because he's juiced out the goose. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Let it, let's see if that one dies there because I, I did that. I died to that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> minus 24 uh, pen. 200% fizz is cold. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, that would be fun, right? See if that works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, closing thoughts. Uh, I'm currently working on my dark pack build. Uh, I was trying to make it tankier, and every time I made a change that I thought, we're talking about the, the super high budget version, every time I made a change, it just got more damage, and I've even got to the point where I don't even need a mana flask on it. Thank you, Matebot. Yeah. Uh, so I made another POB to actually have a defensive version. And uh, what I'll be doing tomorrow on stream will be to uh, get another one of my characters and respec it into the low-budget version of it and run around with it, Tabula Rasa, and playtest the efficiency. It should do about 3.5 to 4 million DPS. And I want to try it out versus Alkin Go to 16. So I'm going to do endgame bosses whilst wearing a Tabula and absolute trash gear, mostly, you know, ground items, what Valina was, would call basic items, would be the tippity-top of the gearing of that character, more or less. Nice. Um, and that, that's the kind of budget I consider low-budget, so that will be my testing. And uh, then I, I, it, will, it will succeed on it, I know, because I've done it several times and they haven't really changed it. I will then make a video guide update on it and uh, make some minor changes and update the build guide that I have on it as well. It's going to be pretty fun. That's basically what I'm doing. Sounds great. Val, would you like to tell us uh, about your current build a little bit uh, and how long you're playing it and what's the build that you're looking forward to do? Because you said earlier that you can't spend all of it on your current build because there's still other builds that you want to play. So I'm curious. I can't. I've got 
got, I've got big, I got, I have like four other builds in my mind that I want to do. It's like a never ending. I'm going to be playing this league till the end because I just have so many builds in my brain. So this one is a, a special shield throw raider. Um, I initially found the build on uh, Poninja. Uh, the guy had like 14 million DPS, but uh, he had like 20 something K EHP. And that makes me really scared. I don't like that much EHP anymore. I'm terrified of it. So I upped the EHP, got it like, I, I sacked a lot of DPS. I sacked, I'm like to 7 million now on the uh, big bosses, not the biggest ones. And uh, she is, she is slapping. She is slapping, dude. I'm going to be doing, I did Giga Cortex last night. Um, I did a feared, I died once in that feared. I want to do another feared. But I want to also, I have an explosive caution build who's four of seven on the Uber bosses. And I swear I can get that serious fight and get, God, I'm going to, oh my God, I only had two attempts on him. This I'm going to get him. So that's probably going to happen tonight as well and in the future. And then I got to make guides on both explosive caution, SST. And the next build is either Ignite, uh, uh, Elementalist, Arc Ignite, or a, okay, there's like three. Uh, um, I'll just give the other one or a int stacking. Well, I mean, it has to be whispering ice scion that I played in Arch Nemesis, and she was able to take on the like hubris, all open, feared, deathless. She was like a mm, man. She's slow, but she's tanky. All right, <laughs> she's mm -hmm. expensive. Oddly, craft a lot with essences. So that's fine. Yeah. I'd like to do some uh, some some whispering ice eventually. I haven't done that in ages. Well, I saw you playing spectral shit throw, so shield throw. Sorry. How dare you? It's off meta now. Therefore, I'm ready to take up the mantle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Ramping. I just started with it when it was introduced, and that's giving me PTSD. I ain't touching that's that shit unless someone donates five thousand euros. So. That, that must. Be, that's like telling me to do crack lance again when it was first. I will never. I will never. All right, I don't do build things that come out when they first come out anymore because of Cracklance. I don't, I won't yep. do it. Cracklance. I'm charged dash. By the way, I league started charged dash when that came out because I thought Ooh. it looked real cool. Never, never again. Nope. See ya. <laughs> There's always <laughs> one skill that gets us. We're like, I can't yeah. do that. Just like never doing that again. Pass. I really enjoyed charged dash for a while, but that was. Where before the fortify changes because it was a really nice way on a on a staff caster to get fortify because I mean yeah you could have used leap slam but leap slam just feels really weird on a low attack speed staff base but charge dash you just tap it real quick and soup and then charge dash like a minimum distance of like I don't know how many units like one or two and then when you do that in the middle of the enemies and and you hit them all you were guaranteed to get fortify off of it so that was pretty good before I went into vigilant strike tech which obviously was the better solution. But um, mm. um, as for myself, I'm, I'm doing Bane Occultist. I've tried Summoners in HCSSF, and I've probably done a bad job at scaling them. I, I have no idea what I did wrong this league. It's probably like me not doing the right things and the, the nerfs, because in Gauntlet I played Absolution Guardian to level 95 in 3.17, and then this league I wasn't able to get a Guardian past level 90, Probably I just made like stupid rippy decisions. There's also obviously Arch Nemesis. There's a, um, 
Yeah. I just, saw that, by the way. Sorry to cut you there. I saw what? that with the 95 and the Garden Absolution. It was really nice. It was well done, dude. It, it was a well, thanks. It was a, a, a well-ground out build. Ground out? Grinded out build? Like, I... It took me so long to make a helmet with plus two minion gems and tier two spell suppression, but eventually I did. And then I was able to cap spell suppression and still run glancing blows block on top because it was the gauntlet with like the 100% increased global damage. So I wanted as much as possible mitigation to make my armor more effective, obviously. Right. So uh, it was a pain. Thanks. But yeah, this league, I wasn't able to pull it off. I was, I I just died all the time. And then after I died, uh, on on another summoner which was a herald of agony occultist and that was really squishy and and weird but i really liked it because obviously explosions and using a bow to curse on hit and stuff really good Uh, i also looked at your guide for that bell uh the your champion herald of agony with with storm rain yeah i I stole the storm rain tech and everything because i'm like an old school i was an old school rain of arrows herald of agony occultist uh, but Storm Rain so much better. It feels like Storm Rain is actually like yeah. designed to to maintain your agony stacks. Like it's, it's the best mm. in the game, definitely. Yeah, and there are ways to make it really, really tanky. Like you don't need that. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, the, the one where you can't use other auras. Like that, you lose two million damage. Who cares, right? You get to put on Grace or uh, Lone Messenger. Uh, Supreme Lone Ego, Messenger. you mean? No, Lone Messenger. It's, All a, right. it's a small cluster. All right, right, okay, true. Yeah. I always forget names of things. Yeah, I, I didn't have that. So like I, I my build was very Perfect. much in the in the starting things. I, I mean HDSSF, I didn't have access to a lot of the things. It was fun though, and I'll revisit it at some point. But what I do now, and that's really good, is Bane Occultist. I've played that mm-hmm. in the past and I never really made it in a way that is super hardcore um, viable. But this league, I looked at Subtractum's build guide, which people have pushed and people have told me is a really good bane version and i looked at it and i was like wait this has 115 life at level 96 115 percent increased max life no spell suppression so i tweaked some things about the the tree probably probably he does have an hc uh version i just didn't see it i, I just looked at his a, a softcore version adjusted it to my needs and now i'm super happy uh yeah. actually closing in on 95 probably going to get level 96 or 97 then try to squeeze cluster jewels in and um and then go for some some bossing stuff in HCSSF. Really looking forward to that. Hope I'm not going to die before that. But so far it's looking really solid. I'm barely taking any damage in tier 16s if I'm rolling them nicely, and uh, that's great. But yeah, like I said earlier already, closing in on the three hour mark, and with our super late start, I feel kind of guilty that I've kept you guys here for almost four hours now so um if you guys haven't gotten the 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 start of the podcast if you missed that then you can find the whole thing uploaded to youtube uh, on the catmaster op channel it's also on all the podcast platforms where you usually get your podcasts um you know spotify and all the names and I linked the broadcasters in chat, Ballermage, Gazi, Velena. You really want to follow these people. They're really cool. I've had positive interactions with them in the past. And uh, they're also linked on the description of the video. The next Faded Connections episode will be somewhere down the line. We have actually not finished the planning on that one. We're kind of like done with our like first month extensive run where we did a lot more episodes than we usually do. It was great, but now we're probably not going to be doing one this weekend and probably not Wednesday, but then 
the weekend after that on Saturday. That should be, let me not lie, the 1st of um, October. But again, no planning so far. Faded.fyi slash next will always forward you as soon as it's planned to the next episode uh, appointment or, or uh, the, the, the date. Well, I can't speak anymore. It's getting too late. But I want to thank you, Balor, Gazi, Vel, for being here. And of course, thanks to the audience. You were really cool. And um, until the next podcast, bye-bye.